rush, I'll turn that podcast up. Friends from the UK with something to say, just talking about everything. From the wonderful nerding world, the reviews they bring. These brilliant blurs give you the word. On the latest movies, animes, video games, and TV series. Call your friends who don't know and tell them what they're missing. Then sit back and relax and listen to Martin. I'm Michael. And happy new year. We are in 2022. Ugh. Oh yeah. And I'm not gonna lie, the first episode of 2022, I am shattered. Like I had to post in the group that I was basically having a nap. Can one of you call me to wake me up? Just before we started. Thank you, Mike, for doing that. You called me like it's literally right. like 60 seconds after my alarm went off. Um but <laughs> again, it was just in case. Ugh, I'm back at work. My knee's about 70%, but I kind of mm. had no choice but to go back. One, because I didn't really want to take any more time off and delay me completing my training. And it, it was just, I needed to get back to work, basically. And yeah. oh, today was just a bit of a nightmare on the trains, man. Like, engineering works and oh, all sorts of crap. And uh, yeah, you know, like, when you haven't worked properly in, like, the longest time because like you know I was sat home for a year and a half basically because of COVID that even when I went back like I was only doing like part jobs and bits and bobs because of COVID and you know I was like so now we're in a sense like I'm following like a real driver and like following the whole of his jobs and I'm also driving like and I'm I'm not driving with as much instruction and as much of a safety plan as I I did with a driving instructor um yeah it's tiring man it's tired and i'm not gonna lie yeah, i had a i had a weird ass dream yeah so basically yeah uh matt kirby who's a friend of the shows the show um he was my driving instructor while we were driving the train and um for whatever strange reason we we're driving the train and we just plodded along like we we're just going really fast and all of a sudden like we we're meant to like stop at a certain station and like we've like whacked it on the brakes but like the train just keeps keeps going and it's like hurtling along. And then like we just like crashed through some barriers, yeah. And we just ended up like on the road. And even though we ended up crashed through the barriers we're on the road, yeah, the train is still going. And we're just there, just like on the train, going about sixty seven miles per hour, like on the road, we're just going crashing past cars and stuff. We're seeing cars drive by us looking like, why the fuck is this train not on the train tracks? Um, it was a really weird dream. Um, I don't normally have dreams, so it was quite surreal. But yeah, wow, that's that's been the early little start of my twenty twenty. Um, Michael, you surprise just turn up like not giving no one a heads up. You're gonna be on this episode. I never got asked, you know. <laughs> just you just assume, even though I asked what time the recording was, you just assumed it was gonna be you and Martin. Again, so, you know, if, if, I just if, jumped if, in. No, do you know what? Yeah, because you're a bit of a pagan for this year. If you pay attention to the chat, I asked from early, who's going to be on the episode? Yeah, I assume me and Big T and Martin. No one else said shit until like 
either the next day or the day after. So that's on you, my friend. Well, I'm 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 I'm, I'm, I'm like a wild Mewtwo. I'm legendary, and you you can only catch me once in a while. Mm, whatever. How's your twenty two started off so far? It's been good. It's back to work as usual. Um, been watching up, watching a stupid amount of anime. Yeah. Sports anime. Huh? I actually started, like to hear. I've started Tokyo Revengers. Oh uh, yeah, I still haven't started that yet. I, so I started, what do you think of it? It's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's this this is definitely not what I'm used to, but it's not bad. I think I'm what I am seven episodes in. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not bad. I want to find more sports. I just hate. I just can't stand the way that they, 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 they everything's done with all the sports animes. Like you can't. They start an anime and then they finish off the story. Mm-hmm. It gets cancelled, and you're just like, well. What the f- what the hell was the point of that? Mm. Yep. What yep. the fuck? And that's why so. you should watch um Kuroko's basket Kuroko, basketball. Kuroko, oh, I finished that. No, I finished that. All right. Oh dear, I finished that. I finished. I watched that like five years ago. I still haven't even started <laughs> it. And, Mar- and I've watched and I've and I've watched Ice Shield. Ice Shield thirty one. I've watched Try Nights. Um, obviously Hippo. I've just watched everything when it comes to sports. oh, what about Basquash? What squash? The squash? No, it's, it's called no, no, no. So basquatch. I, I maybe I pronounced it wrong, but it's basquatch. It's basketball, but in mecha robots. Oh, that's it's a three or three, and the mecha robots are basically like um, cars that end up that sort of grow arms and legs to play basketball in. It's pretty cool, actually. Hello, I'm not too sure. You know, are you going to hit me? Yeah, we can hear you. I don't know. For me, it's always it's always got to be, even though it's anime, it's always got to be like a human. There's got to be that that type of human aspect to it. Mm-hmm. So, like, obviously, uh, Ash, Ash, Ash. Oh god, another basketball one. I don't know. Um, obviously, Kuroko. What should I do? On need to finish up, catch up on um, Shaman King and all that. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, like it's always got to be like sort of human-ish. Yeah, is anime can't do the like like that film real still when it's the car boxing, where the cars copying the human boxing. I was like, eh. <laughs> so yeah, it's got to be yeah, it's got to be human for me. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, twenty twenty has started off okay. You said you you said twenty twenty. By the way, it's twenty twenty two. Blood. The last two years don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> funny just guy. Yeah, we just exclude the COVID years, yeah. They yes, never, the they never happened. Right, fair enough. Oh, yeah. boy. Uh, mine, like, you know, early 2022, what's that, what's that been like for you? Um, it's become, I'm not gonna lie, I wanted another week off of work, but, you mm-hmm. know, I had to get back to it. So, here I am at work. I'm working from home, so that's good. Um, don't have to spend money on travel or anything like that. So, still enjoying the fact that I'm saving loads of money nice. that way. Um, but yeah, I'm just you know sort of getting on with stuff. Um, I I stayed up past twelve o'clock for New Year's Day, um, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. Um, but that was it. Didn't go anywhere, do anything much. Um, but I did have a very good Christmas. Um, because went to see family, spent um, a few days there, so that was good. Um, yeah, 
other than that, just been going to the gym, going to the park, still getting ready, doing my off-season workouts for uh, American football this season. Um, and I've also been watching a load of um, anime while I'm at it. So um, I've been watching, I've been continuing with Kirikai Senki. I watched the last episode um, recently. Um, same with Bash the Heroes Party, episode 13. Um, I watched Blade 1, 2, and 3 over the Christmas period. Matilda, um, the whole of Witcher season 2. Mm-hmm. Um, watched, you know, my Christmas movies, which were the classic, you know, Polo Express, Muppet um, Christmas Carol, Muppets Take Over Manhattan, um, some other Muppet movies. Um, I think even the Muppet Haunted Mansion I watched uh, over the Christmas period. Um, I'll be home for Christmas, home alone, you know, all the, all the Christmassy stuff. Um, um, up to date on Shaman King, that's episode 38. Um, the Sucker oh, Gun, episode 12. I, I am that. so behind on that Shaman King, boy. Uh, it's, it's you're, a, behind, a, you're, you're behind on a lot of things. Say, yeah. Um, Platinum End, episode 13. That mm. came out recently. Um, Demon Slayer, Season two, episode four. Oh, I'm on um, episode six on that. I think or five. Oh, so it's you. I don't think. I don't think animation it can be. account. It's yeah. episode five. You can't be on episode six. Okay, impossible. Episode, episode yeah, because I'm up to date, bro. <laughs> I mean, episode five must must be out nowish, or maybe um maybe on Monday. But yeah, I'm definitely up to date on it. Um, watched uh all of Young Justice season four. Finally, um, mm. really really good. Um. All of Cobra Kai season four. Oh yeah. Fuck All right. So oh, there's, there's, there's a couple of there's a couple of those things that you've actually like said you're going to review in it. So just for um, anyone that's you know here f- for the first time, or anyway, just a little reminder: we at Blurs Are Us, we have a very unique race system. We call it the chicken race system. If we think something is absolutely dead, it gets bones. Next up is a cool chicken, half chicken, three piece. If it's a creme de la creme, it gets a three piece. Uh, <laughs> three piece. It's a creme de la creme, it gets a whole chicken. So yeah, you're. Yeah. I go back to sleep after this. <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely go back to sleep after this. Yeah. So Cobra Kai. What? Yeah. Um, what did you rate? Of Cobra Kai. Mm-hmm. I. Do you know what? All of it is still a half chicken for me. I'm actually. Yeah, still a half chicken mm-hmm. for me. Um. I have. Like, I, I said this in a group chat, but I have a. I have a love hate relationship with this with this series. Um, love it because obviously it's a callback to the um, to three um, to the three films, mm-hmm. um, but uh, which which was the Karate Kid. But at the same time, it's just a whole load of back and forth between. Oh, I beat you all these years ago. Oh, your prick is still my girlfriend. Oh, okay, that's resolved. Now new issue. You're sort of sort of stealing my second son. Um, yeah, my my adoptive second son or whatever. Ah, oh, you're stealing my daughter. Blah blah. All that stuff. Oh, I'm gonna teach you the right way of karate. No, you're always wrong and that kind of thing. And then kids getting involved. It's like, oh, I'm your best friend. Now I'm your enemy. Um, I'm gonna go train with the other team. Oh no, I'm gonna switch sides and be part of this team and all that stuff. I'm thinking this is just bullshit, man. Like, what what are you guys actually doing? But, um, but. so all of that got just the back and forth, back and forth, and not really learning anything and not really progressed and it's still you know going all the way back down back to i'm better than you and all grudges and all that stuff it just really 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 pissed me off Mine. um That's- but at the same time i kind of see it moving forward because it doesn't it does address things of the past that you know when we were watching the karate kid um one and three especially we wouldn't have clocked on as in you know 
how is it that people could just be cool with the bullying and you know i guess when once the bully gets defeated and everything like that that's it that's the supposed bad guy in the vertical commas um he goes off into the ether but actually they revisit it and you see that actually this is the life of the bully and he's now you know have become a fully grown adult um this is what he's going through now um sort of how people create their own problems that kind of thing um in a, in a way it's sort of addressing the stuff in of the 80s and 90s so um that's what i like about it um and it is a teachable moment in its own clunky way um that's where it gets the half chicken for me but but martin mm. that's how teenagers are um bro my, my life was never this exciting that's what i'll say <laughs> you gotta remember we live in england yeah that's very true that's how teenage that's how that's how teenagers are in all over the world. Well, yeah. that's at least from what I know from what who I know. And that's how it that's how it is. That's how teenagers are over here. Oh, have, uh, one, one one month you like one person and then one thing happens and then everyone flips and everything changes. It it, uh, it it does symbolize exactly how it is to be a teenager. In clear uh, well, yeah, I guess another clip. It, it is. It does symbolize it. I'll mm. give it. A, I'll give it a free piece. I'm not giving it a whole chicken because it's not that. It's not that great. Yeah. But the fight scenes were pretty impressive. Oh, did you know what? Right. Every time oh. I every time I watch the fight scene, right, I was thinking to myself, "That's not karate. That's freaking judo. That's not karate. That's jujitsu. That's not karate. That's Muay Thai." I'm like, <laughs> the amount the amount of other fighting styles we see in Kuroba Kai, that's not karate. I'm just thinking, what are they doing? But um, um, was it? I haven't watched the whole season. I've seen that they do add um genuine um karate um moves in there, especially in the tournaments. Um, yeah. that's that's pretty much karate in there, minus all the grabs and throws and stuff. Um, karate doesn't really use all that. Um, and also the katas they use as well. Um, I recognize all those katas, so uh, that's definitely karate there. Um, but yeah. I mean, <laughs> it takes me for a roller coaster ride as well because I mean, you guys know me anyway. I like it to be you resolve an issue, move on. But like you said, Michael, it's all this teenagers just being teenagers, and you know they'll be clicky for one bit and then move on to another group and then come back, and it's all this drama in between and stuff like that. Um, I do appreciate that bit, but you do so. Hey ho! At least at least at least someone likes the, all, all that drama. Um, yeah. <laughs> Um, Young Justice um, season four as well. I'm sorry, Michael. You, is there anything you want to add to Cobra Kai? The ending was kind of shit, but other than you that, you know what? I actually liked the ending because really? it wasn't like um, yeah, because you know how again in the, in um, back in the eighties, in the eighties and nineties, once like the tournament was done. For example, with the Karate Kid, right? Once the fight was done, that was it. It was just happy days and live happy ever after, right? Oh. Until the sequels. But in this one, it was more like. It was more the case that, cool, they've won the tournament, but actually there's some stuff that happens behind the scenes afterwards as well. So, oh yeah, I'm not even talking about the tournament bit. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, I'm talking about I'm talking about that other bit. If if you're gonna watch it, no, I don't really want to see it and spoil no, it. Say, so, I'm not watch it. huh? No, you can say I'm not gonna watch it, but spoilers. For okay, that hasn't seen so Karate Kid. Okay, spoilers. Cool. All right. So, so. Him leaving the tournament to go find his dad, who the mom's then then it, it's just so weird. It's like the kid didn't want to do. The kid never. Well, 
All right, fair enough. His development over the year, yeah, over the two years, has been very dramatic. But that it was has, random. It was hella random. That it was has fun. been very dramatic. Mm. But I guess it was playing onto the part of son, father. He doesn't want. He wants to know who his parents are and all of that. Yeah. Or his dad is, and obviously talking to Johnny. I think what hit hit the nail on the head was when he helped Johnny into bed, and mm. they were talking. And he said, "Oh yeah, I'm, I've been terrible." Daddy, da, 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 da. and then he goes, "Then Miguel's like, I love you." And then he goes, "I love you, Robbie." You can just <laughs> you can see his heart break, literally, just like mm. as soon as he heard the name Robbie, it just snapped. You're just like, "Oh, that's kind of that's gotta hurt." That yeah, hurt. it does have to hurt a bit. But yeah, the whole leaving to go find his dad, and then his mum like, "Oh, yeah." His dad doesn't know that he exists. Mm-hmm. And his dad's meant to be a bad guy, so all of it is kind of confusing. Yeah, I said straight up that his dad was going to be some sort of, like, not either in the mafia or what's it called, in the cartel or something like yeah. that. I clocked that straight away. That was the most obvious thing um, there. But, yeah, I mean, like I said, um, all, all the ups and downs just, you know, detracted away from the school. So, yeah, I guess it is what it is with me. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Yeah. Um. Oh, also, um, Sucker Gun. So let me just um, give a rating for Sucker Gun. Um, Sucker Gun, overall, I'll give a half chicken full as well. Um, it's it's an anime that's also set in a post- post-apocalyptic world where you have... um. The main, I guess, the main character and uh, her father um, sort of tries to survive in this world full of monsters and whatnot. But the the, the story was was decent, was was half decent to begin with, and then um, it's almost like they all of a sudden, towards I guess the tail end of the series, were to explore something else specific about the girl, and you know, it turned out that uh, again, this is spoilers for one who's planning on watching Sock Gun. Um, that she's not the biological daughter of the of the guy looking after her, of the of her father, um, and I just thought there was just all that stuff with her was just introduced in a clunky way. Um, there's definitely going to be a season two of this because of the way um uh the series ended, but I, if you want something to watch in the background and not really pay too much attention to it, I recommend um watching it. But other than that, um, don't. Don't waste your time with uh, with Sucker Gun. Um, Young Justice season four. Uh, that's that's uh, that's probably a three piece for me. Uh, it was it was a good series. Um, you know, again, exploring more of the. Um, all right, in Stack Shop they're called Bang Babies. I think these are just called um, Meta. Um, I'll call the metas for for the time being. Um, I think they have another name, but yeah. Um, so just to explore more of the abilities, obviously get more training and things like that. You have um, um, Black Lightning, who is actually appointed head of the Justice League because of the bullcrap he had to deal with with actual um, founding members and things like that, uh, which I thought was really cool. Um, there's a bit of a tragedy that happens. This with one of the main characters, but right at the end, there's a hint that that character. Um, May return, so um, I'm really looking forward to that. What's well, Superman um, again? Say again. 
Superman dies again. Yeah, Superman. Yeah, well, well, Superman's well, always su- dying. Su- I've never, I've never, su- su- super boy, but yeah. I've never, I've never, never known a bloody character that's meant to be undefeated, undefeatable, die so many bloody times. I can't stand but, it. No, no, so Superboy is hella weak, though. I mean, in comparison to... Yeah, but Superman always dies as well. Yeah. Or get, yeah. get beaten to a bloody pulp. Yeah, beaten to a bloody pulp. Just, and then somehow just happens to get a, a ray of sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> He's back yeah. like Goku with Ultra Instinct. Yeah, pretty much. Or just how he just continuously powers up in, in the middle of a fight. Um, so yeah, um, that's that's my rating for Young Justice. Um, I do recommend watching Young Justice. I think it's a, it's a fantastic uh, series. I watched it all the way from the beginning, from like, season one, episode one, all the way through to season four. So um, yeah, seasons, definitely do that to refresh yourself, to refresh se- your memory. Seasons one and two are fantastic. Uh, mm. I started off season three. I just never really got into it. It, it does become convoluted. It it does. It is definitely something I want to come back into. Just so I want to kind of complete it and get it all watched because I, like I said, I really enjoyed it. So it will be something that I would like to complete at some point. Yep. Um, the Faraway Paladin episode twelve, the fin- final episode. Um, overall, Faraway Paladin. I'll give um, I'll give a half chicken. I think. Um, but I did enjoy this one, even though I'm giving it a half chicken. The reason I'm giving this a half chicken is because the start of it was very, very good. Just yeah. because of the way it started. It wasn't one of those that there's, boom, all of a sudden loads of action and stuff like that. It, sort, it actually sort of builds the character's backstory before him traveling into the world. Mm-hmm. Um, you can tell that um, the main character is very naive. Um, just because he hasn't had human interaction, so he doesn't know that you know people can be sly, people have ulterior motives and that kind of thing. But he switched on in the sense that he knows that if someone's being bad, then also they get put down, and he has no hesitations with that. Um, you can see that obviously he's um, he's uh, following um, or how do I say this? He's sort of following the faith of a goddess. Um, who yeah, comes in, who great, comes to protect grace, him and stuff great, like that as grace, well? No? Say again. The, the goddess Grace. No, that's the maiden. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the maiden. That's um. So um, his second his surname is Gracefell. Oh yeah, that's um, it. Yeah, William G. No, is no is it not William? William G. is Blood G. Gracefell or something like that. Nah, it's Bloodlud because of the the guy in it. Oh, sorry. Perhaps, perhaps I'm getting mixed up with, uh, with another anime character. Yeah, maybe. Um, um, I, but yeah, I liked it a little bit more than you did. I'll give you a free piece. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people in the anime community have been kind of shitting on it, which I don't really get. Like, it's like don't get me wrong. It's not like the most fantastic shonen e anime, but like mm-hmm. the way people are ripping into it online, like I don't really think that's like a a fair judge on anime. Like it, it's it's good enough in my opinion, you know what I mean? But yeah. everyone has different tastes and stuff, but um, yeah, no, I'll, yeah. Give, I'll give you a free piece. Mm. Um, just talking about, I don't know if you're going to mention these animes, but like, uh, I just want to say these while we're kind of on the anime section. I've also huh? just finished a bunch of uh, different animes. Uh, Jobless Reincarnation part, season one, part two. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it, the season started off quite slowly, but I think I felt like it ended in its stride, and it? I think it ended with a bang. And uh, so do I. I, I I'll, I'll give, I'll give that a whole chicken. Um, especially that um, this this episode that happened where I was almost in tears because like there was just bare emotional shit happening. 
Um, the Fruit Revolution, yeah, it's good. I'll give that a free piece because it's like a fun, jokey, isekai one. Um, I'm looking forward to season two. Uh, World's Greatest Assassin, man. Oh my days. The last two episodes was peak. I, <laughs> that, and, and that, yeah, that gets a whole chicken, man. And then we finally got to see the introduction of the, of the, of the hero, the real hero. I was like, yeah. Oh man. And, um, you know, he's got the girl that's now been made. All right. So this is what's funny. Yeah. yeah. I've not seen any kind of backlash of, the, from the world's greatest assassin about him being an old guy in a little guy's body and like liking and in quotation mark little girls because obviously they're kind of his age mates yeah but yeah. In, in the anime community yeah jobless reincarnation has been getting a lot of hate because you know because of that reason yeah because of that reason which is you know it's not I, like i get it but it's not the same in it it's not it's it's to, to be fair for both of them it's a non for me it's a non-issue because um these are characters who've been sort of put in the same um a same situation where yes they're older people but they've been reincarnated with their memories of their past into a younger body mm. and it's not as if that they were just put there into that body they were actually born as babies and grew up in that body as well so yeah their minds are older but physically, <laughs> they are. Um, They're the but, you know, they are, they, are, they are fairly young, and it's not even a sif like. So it's not even a sif that the kids are acting, not really. How do I say? Is acting out of turn or acting out of what it is to be a kid? For example, we look at Jobless Reincarnation. He still like has respect for his parents uh, to various degrees, right? You look at. Um, um, that's uh, assassin reincarnated uh, uh, what's it called um, aristocratic family same thing he still deeply respects his parents and he doesn't take advantage of anyone and sort of you know does things the way he's, the way he's supposed to do things so I don't think I don't think there's an issue where it's like that do you know what I mean yeah again it was just weird like not weird but it was funny just seeing how people were saying like oh it's a pedophile and this this that and the other oh, wow. and I was like uh, it, it, it's hard isn't it? because I just I was just like it's anime isn't it like relax isn't it like it's not that deep just if you like the show watch the show if you don't like the show don't watch the show in it because mm. a, a lot of people just like oh like if if what happened in season like part one of season one continues to happen they're not gonna watch season two and obviously you know it continues to happen and a lot of people a lot of people dropped off and I was like you know what for me in 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 the what was the last season the autumn autumn season. It was mm-hmm. the best anime. Obviously, it was a continuation from the summer, but it was the best anime. Closely followed by, um, <coughs> sorry, fully closely followed by World's um, Greatest Assassin. Um, do you know what? Yeah, another one that I'm gonna give a, a free piece here, and similar to what Michael was saying about like he wants to watch stuff that he doesn't normally watch. Banish from the Heroes Party, yeah, did not go how I thought it was gonna go. It, it it was shaped up to be like a fantasy shonen kind of anime, but it turned out to be one of those like um, slice of life romance animes. However, oh. however, yeah, there is that, you know, shonen fantasy elements because the fight scenes in it, yeah, in the moments where they have the fight scenes, yeah, are so sick. 
Like, yeah. it is such a sick, badass anime in terms of, like, the fight scenes and stuff. But then it's got that whole cutesy, you know, the um, the guy gets leaves the hero's party and wants a quiet life, so he opens up a apothecary. I'd never know how to say that damn word. Yeah, apothecary. Apothecary. It's basically like a potion shop, like, where, oh. you know, when you're... You know when you're like playing a computer, like a fancy game, and you need someone to get your your um, your uh, yeah. potions and antidotes and phoenix okay. downs and stuff like that. He opens basically one of them in it, and um, his sister's like the hero, and his sister's basically broken. She's like god level, like badass, like you know she just f's everything up in it, and like alongside the slice of life romancy you know will they fall in love will they get together there's like a really good story going through it as well um like i don't i don't know what it needed more for me to give it a whole chicken but it, it, it it's it's borderline it's but i'm gonna get i'm gonna get a free piece i think free piece is very fair uh thank you martin for recommend like martin recommended this to be at like the start of the season um, of the of the um, autumn autumn slate, and I just didn't get around to it until um, in the last couple of days. I've been trying to finish everything that I started in the autumn slate, and that one I hadn't even watched any episodes. I literally watched ten episodes the first night, and then I watched like the final three episodes the next day. Like it just hooked me in it. It was just really well done. <clears throat> uh, Mine. Any, anything you want to say? Banish from the heroes party. Um. Yeah, I thought I'd give it three pieces as well. It's one of those that I wasn't expecting to enjoy myself too. Mm. Um, but I do like the fact that it went from... It had a, obviously had the fantasy um, elements in there. Obviously, your your magics, your you know heroes, and people with different job classes. At the same time, um, it had that, I guess, romance... Uh, I don't know if I repeat it myself now, but it's like slice of life stuff in that as well they go on adventures they fight people with various um um motivations i think it's all good i really enjoyed it so yeah i'll give that a three piece as well just because i wasn't expected to enjoy it yeah it surprised me especially towards the end of it see this is the thing i don't really like sometimes i don't mind a slice of anime kind of anime like you know it was it hiryomi like that one was Hmm. sick that's a whole chicken and that's like purely slice of life like that is no action no nothing that is purely love story between like two high school students whatever like that one was sick like that one was so dope in it um yeah so yeah um, i don't mind it uh, sometimes with me the one that i really i highly recommend is uh Komi can't communicate that's the that's the one that i keep recommending because it's that good um, i'm sorry guys that's all right um I'm watching this new anime that came out recently called um, Orient. So Orient takes place in what I like to call feudal Japan. I may be wrong, but it's the times of the samurai. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a character who wants to become a demon slayer, but um, so uh, so a bit of backstory is that samurai fought against demons. So because demons were terrorizing the land, eating people, and then demons somehow managed to become seen as gods to worship to the same in the same light as um gods would so this samurai obviously tries to hide the fact the young samurai by the way tries to hide the fact that he was to go about doing what the samurai did which was obviously fight against demons because he still believes that demons are evil and in this um in this world they actually are they get humans to actually um 
sort of force people into different positions and things like that, like say be a minor, for example, and then turn around and s- sacrifice those humans to the to the demons and that kind of thing. So um, episode one was okay. Um, the the main character isn't one that interests me yet. They mm. seems he seems basic. Yeah, I love the characters in there seem basic, so I don't know where it's going to go, but I'll continue to watch it for now. Well, it's, it's, um, it's funny that you mentioned that because literally today mm-hmm. I was going through Crunchyroll and seeing what anime has been released in the last week for the new slate, and that was mm-hmm. one of them, and I've added that to my list. So I think, right. I've, I think I wrote down like 10 different animes. I want to give majority of them the, the, at least watch an episode one. Um, yeah. The couple that I'll probably give three three uh, uh, episodes to, and then I'll decide where I want to continue on them. So I'm just gonna quickly list some of the anime from uh, the Winter Slate. I don't I unfortunately have the directors on me though on my phone. It would just be too long. But basically, so Winter Slate so far you got Police in the Pod, uh, the Strongest Sage of the Weakest Crest that comes on Saturdays of Crunchyroll. <coughs> Girls Frontline, I've put down a note to watch this because it looked interesting for what I saw. Is, is Girls Frontline the same as, um, is it Frontline Dolls or something like that? I have no idea. All I know is that okay. it like, released like two days ago and there's only one episode out. All right, yeah, because I've got, I've got as Dolls Frontline. Is that the one where there's um, a female android unit that are basically on the front line of, um, of war? I think so. Okay, yeah, okay, that's cool. the one I picked up. I haven't, it's it's literally on my screen right now, ready to watch. So yeah. <coughs> oh gosh, sorry guys, what the hell, man? I just suddenly just got cough. Yeah, it better not be. It better not be. I just recently had it. I would have to. I would have to do a test after this because, yeah, that this little cough just come out of nowhere. Um, Tokyo Twenty Fourth Ward, um, Handyman Yellowfish. I don't know about this one. This one looks a bit weird. So. Uh, I might get this is one probably get a one episode treatment slow loop again probably get a one episode treatment you now, can't give Charles one episode that makes no sense <laughs> we'll see in it I'll, I'll also see what the hype is in the community of what stuff's like banging from this season um, the, sk- the case study of Vanitas Ven- 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 yeah so this one's different yeah so this one is a season one part two so for me to get into this one, I'm going to have to watch part one. So I probably will give this one the whole season one, season two treatment and let you know. Uh, these two, I'm not sure about because they, I don't know, they're like, they're not up my alley in it. One of them is called Akibis Sailor Uniform and the other one is called My Dress Up Darling, uh, both from Crunchyroll. Uh, Q, also in Crunchyroll. Uh, World's End Haram finally is back. It's, World's End Harem, yeah. Yeah, World's End Harem is back. Now, I don't know, because I saw it in Crunchyroll, but Crunchyroll's only got episode one, but episode one was dropped, like, last month um, mm-hmm. on, on like, streaming sites. Um, and knowing Crunchyroll, World episode one, I'll, I'll probably, I will watch episode one, but it's probably going to be censored, so mm-hmm. I will probably continue to watch that one online. Orient, as we mentioned earlier, and... Seri Gensoki I, again I'm probably butchering the name of that but for the most part those are the ones I'm going to be checking out again if the anime community starts to pop off on certain things <coughs> um, I will add that to the list um, as mine's watching these different animes if there's one that he highly recommends I will add that to the list and watch them I want to wheel it down from like the 12 or whatever and I've just listed to maybe like 6 because going with you know being back at work watching movies trying to stream on twitch 
and everything else. I'm probably not going to be able to watch all of them. So I'm going to just try and, you know, like that's why I said, like, some of them I'll watch one episode, some of them i watch three episodes. But then after that, I will only be able to be selecting six. Because I think from the autumn slate, I what I think I picked, like, seven. So, <coughs> yeah. There's a new um, series that's come out called, um, I believe it's called PsyQ Reload. Mm-hmm. Or PsyQ Reload Burial. Um, there's already, there used to be, um, all right, so it's a very old anime, it came out in 2000, but it's, um, been renewed for another season. I don't know, I I don't know how many seasons it has. Um, but it's one that I'm interested in watching, so I shall let you guys know how I find it. All right. Um, where's, where's Big T? He's and last, he's not, he's not make it today. Ah, uh, I wanted to, I wanted to talk to him about. I don't know. Hopefully, you'd have seen it. What's that? Um, Hellbound. Oh, Hellbound. No, That's, I haven't seen it yet. No, we haven't seen it, uh, bro. You, nah, like, we'll leave, we'll leave for next recording. You, you're starting to get as bad as as Marvin. You you need to pay attention to the the WhatsApp group. Yeah. Um. Last but not least, I'm watching Wheel of Time. I'm on episode. Well, I'm on episode five. I've seen episode four. Um, just recently. So, um, yeah. Um. I'm actually starting to enjoy it. Um, it's this vast world that, you know, obviously it's based off of the, off of the books with the same names. So I, I'm now, <clears throat> now starting to get into the lore a bit more. Um, starting to see which characters I, I like and all that stuff. So yeah, um, it's, it's good. So that's pretty much me done. Um, actually, Nana, would you mind if I go over a few things that I missed out from last <coughs> recording, like uh, Don't Look Up? and Death to 2021. Yeah, sure, go ahead. All right, so I'll try to be as quick as possible. So um, I give Don't Look Up a three-piece. It is basically a satire of real life um, with everything that's, you know, going on in real life already. Um, But for me, my realization was how much, (laughs) even though uh, Don't Look Up is a satire, how much it sort of resembles real life. So that's a bit scary. Um... Obviously, synopsis is that these um, meteorologists find out there's a meteor actually come to crash land on Earth and it's going to kill everyone on Earth. And the only way to stop it is to basically let the people in charge, so the presidents, prime ministers of the world, to come together and basically destroy it so that we don't get wiped out. But over the course of it, you have private interests, you have people that think about their poll numbers, politicians think about their poll numbers. Um, and all that stuff, people who <clears throat> very much mirror, say, conspiracy theorists. So if people are part of, say, QAnon, for example, if they're conspiracy theory- theories or whatever other group there is, then they'll tell you, no, don't look up, look down, and that kind of thing. Um, we were experiencing that with COVID, where um, people say that COVID's not real, even though people actually generally do have COVID, do die from COVID. Uh, people who um, thought it was a hoax, then came to realize it's not a hoax and then end up dying anyway from it, that kind of thing. So all of it was, it hit, it hit a bit close to home um, in that aspect. Um, but I thought it was a good, I thought it was a very good film, um, just showing just how bad things are currently in the world. Um, and that actually, are we going to be the kind of people that just ignore, you know, sort of planet destroying disasters just for the sake of, I guess, clout on social media or poll numbers for politicians or 
you know, mining, mining, you know, precious metals from this thing and, you know, making trillions, potentially trillions or trillions of dollars, or I should go do the right thing, which is actually let's all come together and actually deal with the issues. So, um, for me, so like climate, climate change, for example, is something that is happening and it would take the whole world to, uh, um, to sort of come together and resolve. Um, so that's something that I pointed to, for example, as well as, you know, the current COVID uh, situation. Um, so, yeah, three-piece. I highly recommend it to people who haven't seen it yet or be skeptical about it. It's really good. Jonah Hill um, does a very, very good performance of being the very, very dumb, um, I guess, um, advisor to the, to the, to the president. Um, but he also ends up being the president's son. So you can see... There's a bit of um, oh, what's what's the word called where you um, you employ your family members into into higher positions of power. So say if you're the CEO of a company, you hire I know your son or something to be like vice CEO or something like that. Nepotism, that's what it's called. So there's a bit of nepotism there. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio plays a very good role of being a scientist who's very very geeky, but he gets caught up in social media things like that. So. Um, he ends up becoming an overnight celebrity and that kind of thing. You have Jennifer Lawrence who plays um, his um, students who found out actually that who did the calculations found out that yes, this mutant has actually come to um, is, is uh, was it potentially life um, destroying and you know she gets ridiculed and stuff like that on social media. And Mel Street playing the president who is. Um, uh, I think this year she plays a democratic president, but to be fair, she she could be anyone, whoever people think, she, whoever people uh, associate with her. She's that kind of president who, again, listens to her donors, who's this multi-billionaire um, software developer, rather than listening to the science. So that, that like that's Gates. that's it then. Yeah. So yeah. So people like Bill Gates, Jeff, Be- Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, those kind of people. I'm sure is who they were, who he was trying to represent. Um. And next is Death to 2021. Um, again, tw- Death to 2020, I, I, I like the series, the Death to 2020 and Death to 2021, because, again, it's satire of just stuff, real-life stuff that's happened, and then it's just put, um, there's a funny spin put behind it. So, um, in this one, it went over things like the Capitol riots, so January 6th, Capitol riots in the United States of America. Um, you have... All the things to do with COVID, obviously, it's very COVID-centric because that's the main thing that's happening right now. And, you know, people have conspiracy theories about COVID, you know, the people who, who blame 5G, who think that governments put chips inside people, um, uh, companies try to put trackers in our system, that kind of thing. So that's all there. Um, you have people, like, you have media people. So, for example, if you're someone who watches Fox News, a lot of them are, I guess vaccine skeptics yet their company policy their real life company policy is that everyone in the building must be vaccinated so it's that it's that hypocrisy right there telling the viewers not to get a vaccine yet they are vaccinated and they are alive and whatever the case is um you have social media influencers promoting positive change or promoting positive um actions against climate change for example yet will take a jet plane to go on to go and party somewhere to go and uh, talk to people about climate change there as well. So that that kind of thing. Um, even though that person's not particularly knowledgeable about, I guess, climate change, um, you know, culture wars uh, for me, stupid culture wars like Dr. Seuss um, and how 
in America, the people who made Dr. Seuss or Dr. Seuss or um, I guess um, the author of Dr. Seuss books, um, the family him, of the family of um, actually said, yeah, some things are maybe culturally insensitive, so let's remove those books. Uh, just those particular books. I think it was like maybe two or three books or something like that that got that got removed. So Alpha's whole slate of books, only three got removed. Um, yeah. Politicians are making it out to be like there's this whole cancel culture around it, but actually, it was the family themselves. No one told them to do this; they themselves did this. So that kind of that kind of stupid culture wars. Another was like Mr. Potato Head becoming just Potato Head, so he's no longer or Mr. Or Potato Head is no longer gendered, for example. But people are kicking up a massive fuss about over a potato. I mean, shut up! You're gonna eat a potato anyway. It doesn't matter whether it's male or female, right? Um, talked about the popular the popularity of Squid Game. Um, you know, the George Floyd protests, um, you know, CEO's greater space and, uh, you know, Facebook and, um, um, Facebook, you know, launching its sort of meta, um, how do I say this? It's, it's all rebranded itself as meta or whatever it was. So, um, yeah, again, I, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I'll probably give this, <sighs> I thought it gives a three piece. I thought I gave it Death to Twenty Twenty a three piece. So I thought they'll do the same with this. Um, the first one was really good. This one obviously is a continuation of that, but I think because I now know what to expect, um, it sort of maybe maybe dampened my experience of Death to Twenty Twenty One. But overall, I think it's still a very good one. I still highly recommend uh, people to watch it. Uh, yeah, that's me done. Come, come, come. Uh, I am gonna quickly. What have I watched? I think it's just been anime, to be honest, which I really just talked about. <laughs> um, oh yes, let's do the South Park COVID special. Um, All right, this is like the part two of the movies that they just recently dropped. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I found this one much funnier than the first one. I, did that. Um, I think it's four specials in total to do with COVID, you know? Oh, really? Well, this one was sick. I, like, I'm pretty sure I gave the last one a whole chicken, which, mm. um, you know, again, this one gets a whole chicken, but this one was much funnier. Uh, time flew by. Um, yeah. We had a like, very quick discussion about this in the group, and I agree, like, I wouldn't mind... Because obviously, South Park's been going on for, like, 24 seasons. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't mind if we got a season of them as adults. I don't know. It, like... Because we've gotten so used to them being as kids, like, seeing them grown is just, like, highly entertaining. Um, mm. And, yeah. So, I, I really enjoy that, man. It gets a whole chicken from me. All right. Michael, what do you think of it? Have you seen it, by the way? I've watched a bit of it, but I haven't watched it. I haven't finished it all completely. I've seen clips of it and everything, but I haven't watched it in, as a full. But I have seen a bit where obviously Kenny dies and and, and that's, the, that's the first and, one, though. Yeah, I haven't watched um, the second one yet. All right, cool. Uh, all right. Um, so with this one, I give it. I think I'll give it a three piece. Um, I really enjoyed the growing up aspects of it. For example, and just just. <sighs> I thought it was funny overall because you have, for example, Alexa going nuts and just um, being an absolute pain in the ass to um, to Stan. Um, somehow, Kyle gets roped into also owning a, an, an Alexa, and Alexa just ah, uh, she always stole it for me. Just how batshit crazy she is. Yeah, when she like turned um, into like some cyborg killing machine, I was like, yeah. Man. That was absolutely that was absolutely jokes. I was like, okay, Stan actually has issues with uh, Alexa. 
Um, because before, I just thought that he was just, you know, just disinterested in Alexa, kind of the same way as... Um, <coughs> Do you remember? Do you remember in the season? Oh, I can't remember what season it was, but when Cartman first went out with was it Heidi, and how he started treating her towards the end of the season, where he just didn't care about her as much, or just didn't care about her, and like every time she opened her mouth to say something, he was just like, "Oh my gosh, get over it already," mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Didn't she break um, up with him? Yeah, she did, and he was like, oh, "I'm going to kill myself for all that stuff." But um, I kind of got those vibes from Stan because I thought that's what that's well that was Stan's issue with Alexa but it turns out that no once you got Alexa Alexa was actually just a psycho robot mm. um so, so I really enjoyed that um Butters but, but Butters was just like changed the me because um we all know Butters is the butt of everyone's jokes <laughs> in um in, in South Park um the amount of like stuff that um Cartman has done to him and he, him just not being taken seriously um, in this one, we see him become Victor Chaos, um, and he was remember he was Professor Chaos when they, they did the dress up and pretended to be good guys and bad guys or superheroes and all that stuff. Yeah. So he actually took the name, um, and he got people to invest in NFTs and stuff like that, which I thought was hilarious. Yeah. Um, because um, obviously NFTs are this um, for people that don't know what NFTs are. I'm going to try my best to briefly explain what it, what they are. They are basically. Uh, Yes. Like 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 gifts and pictures. So anyone could create it and then people sort of invest in them. And that's how um a, a bit a bit like, you know, invested in I guess um Bitcoin. Um like Bitcoins and other um um oh what's just what another called? It's another version. I don't, I don't, another crypto another cryptocurrency. That's basically what it is. Um you know, it's a decentralized source, so Again, it has the same craze as as um, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Dogecoin, all those other uh, Ethereum, all those other um, yeah uh, things. Oh, so yeah, um, so it's just funny how um, Buzz or Victor Chaos has this knack of getting people to just invest in it and stuff like that. It turns out that he invested in in Kenny's time machine to go back in time to you know stop COVID or whatever the case was. Um, I thought that was I thought that was really really cool. It was just really funny to see just how all the characters in their in their older years actually became. Like Stan is usually full of hope and stuff like that. It always has a teachable moment, but then he just became totally disinterested in stuff. Um, um, we saw that Jimmy um, Jimmy is the disabled guy, so the guy in the crutch with the crutches, right? Yeah, with the stammer. Um, he ends up being this really cool. Um, I guess it's comedian in inverted commas because he's not actually funny. Mm. Um, I think it's supposed to be a reflection on just how much people want to police comedy and stuff like that. So he'll do things like, um, I don't know, oh, a Mexican and a lesbian walk into the bar and people start laughing and it goes, and actually they, they're just really cool people and they should be treated all the same and blah, blah. And I was like, well, that's just a dead joke, isn't it? Because sometimes when people do say jokes, Sometimes, yes, they are offensive. Other times, they're offensive, but super funny. Um, either either the, mis- the misogynistic, racist, whatever the case may be, but to some extent, they are funny. And I think this is, just, this is just an example of what happens if people actually don't try to, like, try to control and make it make their jokes all-inclusive and stuff like that, and no one gets really offended. It's just like, well, there's no longer a joke because there's, there's nothing behind it to sort of drive it. Mm. Um... It's, it's a bit hard for me to explain personally, but I just think that 
if you can't have jokes that you know from time to time do like poke the bear and things like that then what's the point of even having them in the first place yeah. so that was what that was sort of jimmy's main role there um we have um i can't remember who who the character was that they want to get that didn't want to get vaccinated um but he was an example of just how people sort of hold on to conspiracy theories that they've heard whether it's through um family members through friends or whatever and then after a while it's sort of like the move goalposts when it turns out that their theory doesn't come to fruition so he's up, so they've been so we assume that all south park all south park and the characters have been stuck in covid for a super long time because they're adults so they were what 10 years old they started they're now in like their 30s um still with covid and blah blah people still don't get vaccinated and people say that well in five years time or whatever the case may be it turns out that actually um the vaccines have some underlying thing which we didn't know about and there'll be a detriment to humanity mm-hmm. but then this thing goes on until you're in your 30s so for 20 years you've been saying the same thing and yeah. everyone's everyone around you is fine and whatnot so i guess that was, a, that was sort of like a reflection of real life where people say that well you know we'll find out in maybe five years time 10 years time what was actually in the COVID, in the covid vaccine yeah and you know if nothing comes up, then we're just going to keep moving the goalposts. So we just want to get vaccinated, basically. That's 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 what that character represented to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, again, three piece. I really, I really like this one. Um, I think. Wait, you're only giving it a three funny. piece. I give it a three piece, man. Oh, mad, nah. This one was a whole chicken, man. Yeah, and just to end it, I thought Cartman right at the end. The ending, he deserved that ending. I don't care. He's an absolute dickhead. For the longest time in South Park, that ending was satisfied as fuck. Oh, don't tell me Carmen gets COVID or he dies. Nah, no, you, no, 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 no. I'm not going to spoil it for you, but the Are ending you, was satisfying really? for me. Uh, I'll say, all right, so with Carmen, I'll say this. We know that Carmen's an evil genius, right? Mm-hmm. As in, when you, this, when you look at the seasons, he, this guy has become a freaking chicken baron um he's been able to manipulate people into like do you remember during that one episode he made the guy who made him eat pubes eat his kid he eat his um his uh parents like he blew them up put him in the south sort of like that and then made him eat his parents right that this guy is fucked in the head mm. and just the ending i'm like bro you have so much potential like you are actually an evil genius if he want if cartman wanted to he could have like easily run America, like like no trouble whatsoever. Yeah. But the ending that he got for me was satisfied all the same. Mm. Um, that is all I'll say about it. Go on, Anna. What do you think? Like like I said, man. Like this was better than the first one. Um, I hope. Again, I didn't know that. Like I knew there was like they just signed the deal to do like what. 10 movies or something crazy like that mm. so if if we've had two already it it almost feels like we're getting like one every two months so to speak um and then it like it is weird to say that i like it because it's so calm because that's just how south park is but like didn't they in this episode in this uh movie they reference like the release date of when they dropped it and like it's every everything is just so fresh in it and i, I really mm. appreciate it um i'm not someone that's watched a lot of south park i've seen some uh i obviously know about south park but um uh, i'm really enjoying these episodes man and long may they continue yeah oh so now that i've seen it um i've got a list up here so there's 
um, South Park vaccination um, special. There's the pandemic special. Mm-hmm. There's the post-COVID special. And there's the return to COVID special. Okay. So those, those are the four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just just, just in case... Um, no, just because obviously you, you missed those, those as well. So if you can, I recommend you watch those. So pandemic special, vaccination special. But it's four then. Then post-COVID, and then post-COVID, the return to COVID. So they've released four movies, in a sense. Yeah. Yeah, all, all roughly between part. 40 minutes to an hour. Mm. Yeah. No, I highly recommend it. Calm. Um, all right, Book of Boba. Boba oh, Fett. Book of Boba Fett. Um, now, Martin, you weren't here for episode one. Is there anything you want to quickly say about episode one before we get to episode two? Yeah, sure. So, um, I like that the fact. I like the fact that it opens up with Bob, uh, Boba Fett in the back to tank because it shows that actually he's a he's a very aged uh, bounty hunter, so who relies on the back to tank to just heal him up very very quickly uh, for him to get back in action. Um, I also like if it, it flashes to events um, in just after the return of the Jedi, where he gets kicked off of um, um, oh, off of Jabba the Hutt's. Um, I'm, I want to say like hovercraft. I can't. I don't know the exact name for it, but um, yeah, hovercraft. Uh, it gets dropped into the Sarlacc pit, um, and also um, looked at his escape as well. Mm-hmm. So, do, did anyone want to say anything? No. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Um, so yeah, he gets dropped into the Sarlacc pit. Now, the way they showed him in the Sarlacc pit was exactly like. Um, how the comics depicted him in like pits, especially with the um, clone trooper um, next next to him, um, and then obviously I think he like, blasted as well with um, with his one of his um, flame throws and stuff like that. He just literally got chucked out and then kind of maybe crawled out or whatever. But I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I like that dog Strusty uh, refers to Boba as Daimyo. Um, in Japan, uh, Daimyo is the head of a household or clan. Um, and it's also funny how Boba used to work for Dr. Strassi, so um, there's that as well. Um, I, I really like the way they continue to show Fennec in Star Wars because um, Fennec was almost a forgettable um, bounty hunter in the Clone Wars series, but has now become someone who is very, very adept. Obviously, we see her in... Um, in um, the Mandalorian, uh, we see that she's she's very she's very very capable um, fighter um, as well as tactician. Uh, this continues to show just how good she, how good she is. Um, uh, especially with the rooftop scene, the rooftop chase scene was absolutely amazing. Um, especially when she turned the corner, I was like, "Oh crap, I'm gonna get." Like stabbed with a shuriken, so then she jumps out and then manages to catch up with them. The second layer, I'm like, how did she do that? Um, yeah, she's absolutely awesome. Um, so yeah, I'll give the first episode three piece. Okay, cool, cool. Um, episode two. Now, <sighs> I really like all the current stuff. Yeah, where mm-hmm. you know, you know, he's the uh, daimyo, and he's you know got snaked by the mayor, and you know, the 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 twin huts, um, Jabba the Hutt people, you know, are coming yeah. back to claim their throne, like all that stuff there. Uh, free piece to almost a whole chicken. Yeah, mm-hmm. really, really enjoying that stuff. Yeah, I, I I want more of that stuff. 
the flashback scenes bones to core chicken like i'm really not enjoying it like i don't care in it like i, I guess it adds to, to the law adds to a bit of the backstory but i'm not particularly enjoying it in it um mm. and especially in this one yeah in the flashback we basically got star wars meets fast and furious yeah and i was just like okay like white like again i was just like it was cool but it, the whole time i was watching i was just like this just basically reminds me of Fast and Furious, especially when that um that is it the Tuscans? No, it's not the Tuscans, is it? The Sun, the Sun people. Yeah, when the, the you know the one that was in all black, he came to like what? save the day, and I was like, this is he's basically Vin Diesel, like he's just coming along. Huh? The one that's the one that's in all black with the with the red. Yeah, the sick one. Oh, that one is like sick, don't get me twisted, Jay. Yeah. That that one's on hype in it. Yeah, that one's yeah. on hype in it. Yeah, but basically, I was just like, that's Vin Diesel. That's Vin Diesel. Like I expected at the, at some point for someone to say family. Like, do you know what I mean? And then <laughs> and then we got the Tuscan candy at the end. Uh, I mean, not the Tuscan. Uh, the Sand People candy at the end. I was like, oh my gosh, like what is this, man? Like, uh, like it's it's good. It's not as good as um, obviously the Mandalorian. Uh, right now, I'll give it a half chicken, but I need more of the present stuff. The present day stuff is is what I'm I, I'm I'm liking. The Back to the Future stuff, um, back the stuff in the past. I, I I can't really get jiggy with it, man. Like I don't know. Maybe it will it will pay off somehow, and then mm-hmm. I'll be, I, my mind might change on it. But right now, as it stands, I'm just like, yeah, give me less of this bullshit past stuff and just stick to the future um but yeah right now for me sitting a half chicken uh for all episode right. two and the show overall all right michael what do you have you seen it after watching episode one i'm not gonna lie i don't have any interest in it fair enough honest. i'm gonna be real um but if you got say that episode three is banging no two 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 I will watch oh episode I, three. no no no. i mean if you watch say episode three is banging then i will suffer and watch episode two and three just do you know what's funny the man did did, did uh, no no i swear i swear michael earlier on earlier on today said that you can't give any you can't give anything the one well, he, episode he, he did he actually <laughs> did as well he actually did and now he's saying that he's gonna be he was planning on doing look, that with boba fett look 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 let's 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 put it how it is in it mm-hmm. <laughs> You can't do what Micah does. Micah can judge a show instantly, you know? Alright, cool. You're anomaly, in it? You don't conform to, the, to, to, our, to our standards. Alright, no, we get it. Micah, Micah, Micah is Lord when it comes to statements. Alright, cool. Now, I will watch episode two. I just I just haven't got around to it. And I'm not really that... I'm not I'm not going to lie. I'm not really 100% into, into it, so... No, that's, that's fine. That's fine. Um, so for me, just to continue with um, episode two, just to go into a bit more detail. I like the fact that when they got the um, assassin, um, Felix said, "Ah, oh, fine. If we talk to us, we're gonna put you in the um, oh, in I the rancor in the I, rancor pit." Right? I called that. I called that. The moment she said the rancor pit, I was like, "I a hundred percent bet that is empty." I thought it was gonna be empty as well, you know. And just the fact that he was bricking himself. Mm. He was like, okay, cool. I'm going to tell you everything. He and he just blurted out blah, blah, right? And then I was like, we didn't see a rancor, though. I was oh, it was, it was like, it was the worst catfish ever because I, I miss seeing a rancor just ripping people, just like tear them apart and stuff like that. So 
that's something that's something I missed and I wish I, I kind of wish I saw a rancor scene but I'm hoping they they give us a rancor or something um, down the line in the series um, the Wookiee that the that the Hot Twins had oh, yeah, was, was, was freaking menacing gangster that, that's, that was a gangster looking uh, Bro, I, th- I think I think to date in all of Star Wars, right? All my Star Wars, like the lore that I know Star Wars are referring to, that's probably the most menacing, well, yeah, the most menacing Wookiee I have ever seen. Just like the massive gun it had. Like, its its eyes were red as well. I'm sure its eyes were red or amber or something like that. It was just menacing. Mm. Um, And he had that uh, sick gun as well. Yeah, I mean that was Brad. That it wasn't even a typical bowcaster. This was like a, 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 I mean, bowcasters already serious weapons, but this one looked like it had a massive kick that only a Wookiee could stand. Like I'm sure if Chewbacca and his Wookiee were head to head, this buckle, this this um Wookiee would win. I mean, it was yeah, it was absolutely mad. But all but through all of it, Bob was like, I don't care, <laughs> I don't care. I'm running this place. <laughs> Go away, basically. Um. Oh, just to add, when we saw the twins, right? Did did anyone did Nana? Did you clock that the people were act the people carrying them were actually struggling underneath the weight? Yeah, I did. did. You clock that, bro? I was like, I hope one just drops the floor, like, and then just the hearts just fall on the floor. Obviously, they all die, but it'll be funny just looking at uh our heart just sort of like slowly slinking away, you know, after being humiliated and whatnot. Um, I thought that'd be funny. Um, with this particular episode, I do. For me, I actually like the fact that they showed us a flashback because it showed us more of the Tuscan slash... I mean, Tuscan and Sand People, just for reference, um, they're interchangeable. They're either called Sand People or Tuscans. Um, still the same... Cool. Still exactly the same people that we talk about. So in this flashback, I like the fact that we see more of the Tuscan culture because the only other time we actually dive deep into Tuscan culture is either you've read the comics where it goes back in time, actually tells you the history... Um, which I'll which I'll do give a brief overview of, brief overview of in a bit, um, but the only other time we see that is during the Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic game, where in one of the missions you actually have to go and talk to the um, to the Tuscans and they tell you a bit about their history. Um, you know why it is that uh, so you, so you learn more about the history. Um, why it is that they. Um, fight for their banthers obviously the banthers are um, very very important to them sort of like their source of food as well as um, milk and all that stuff because mm. um, they are a very nomadic tribe um, so I really like the scene where uh, Boba is being tra- is, well, one of them is training Boba mm-hmm. um, and the fact that Boba is not just a bounty hunter who does everything his own way. He's willing to learn new things and add to his repertoire because for him, that's what he does. That's that's his whole being. I'm going to train to do this and everything that I learn or every bit of experience I gain, I use it to my advantage. So I thought that was really cool to see him um, learn the way that they fight. Um, especially in the bar scene where he went in and was just an absolute beast. Um, I, I can't remember what those um, aliens are called. But he just walked in and just absolutely bodied them before then taking on the train, which was the Fast and Furious scene. And that was that was a cool scene as well. Um, and my notes to have the bloody train driver droid because, <laughs> man, I thought you'd have something to say about you being a train driver yourself. 
<laughs> just the fact that he just he just he just ejected himself from the situation. He, he, he dipped in it, but I don't I don't really see that as a train. That's like a spacecraft. Like it's not the same. Fair. Fair. But um, you know what's funny about that? Yeah, I was just like, hmm. why are these people just like doing just a sans just they just doing Star Wars drive by? Like the tus- <laughs> the, the Tuscans weren't even doing nothing. They were just, just spraying. Yeah. I was like, what kind of drive by shit is going on here? So I was just like, yeah, bad. And it literally yeah. just turned out they were just spraying them for the sake of spraying them because they literally. thought they were um uh they thought that they were um what's the word? Wild. What's the not wild, uncivilized. Savages or savages. Just yeah. So that's bad. Yeah, absolute cunt spot. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah. I said it was fun, don't get twisted, but like literally the whole time I was watching and the fact that you got the speeders was like teaching them how to ride the speeders, like I was just like literally I watched Star cool. Wars yeah. Fast and Furious. Yeah, that was cool. Star so, Furious. Um, like, I, like I said, a brief history with uh, about the Sand People, right? Sand People are actually from the same planet as Jawas. In fact, um, on that planet, Jawas and Sand People were one and the same. So they were all one species. So the same height, same looks, everything, right? But years down the line, they had to leave the planet. They crash land on Tatooine. And some of them were underground, later becoming Jawas. So they actually um, shrinked in size, um, and others became the um, the Tuscans, um, which is actually very interesting, also very sad because Tuscans actually do enslave Jawas quite a lot and mistreat them. But millennia ago, they were once one people. So that's a very very brief and simple history of uh, of Tuscans and Jawas. So. Um, yeah, pretty much at one point we're all one species, one race. Um, but this, this is why this is why I'm actually enjoying the flashbacks because it shows that um, Tuscans aren't just these people that go around pillaging, um, pillaging, killing people. Like what happened to um in I think it was episode two of uh, Star Wars. Wait, was episode two or episode three where um, Anakin went and just literally found that his mum had um his mum i think it was her name was shmi um skywalker i was what maybe i don't know if she, she was assaulted basically and um on the break of death from uh tuscan so he went and actually killed all the, tu- the, like, the tuscans in the village yeah um so that's the only time we've seen it so i feel it's good that people actually know that they're not just savages who just go around killing people whatever that's there's actually uh, they have their own culture. There's actually a code of honor they have, that kind of thing, which is what we saw. Uh, so I really appreciated that. Um, and speak of their culture, having that lizard that entered uh, Boba's head was weird as hell. Yeah. Because um, that's what triggered the flashbacks. Mm. Um, so also the flashback of him on Camino as a kid. Um, and then seeing a slave one drive away. Yes, I don't care if Disney changed the name, I'm still going to call it a slave one. <laughs> um, uh, because that also that's significant because that's his dad who um or Django Fett who was on that ship. Um so yeah, I think so I think all, all overall it's three piece for this. Um and also, you know, Boba Fett making his own staff, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, um, it was kinda like him making his own lightsaber, but it's his staff and then he getting kidnapped by yeah. people. Um Yeah. Yeah, it was alright. Like Again, those bits, like I said, the flat, those certain bits that I understood in it, it was trying to show the culture, the tradition, mm. like I, I got it in it. 
and like I said, there's like obviously you know me, I'm an action guy in it. So obviously mm-hmm. some of the action was dope in it, and like I was really impressed in it. Yeah, but other bits I was just like, oh come, like I don't give a shit in it. Like I just like I want to see more of the him in um uh Tatooine and yeah. being the ruler and just you know just doing the mafia gangster shit. Like I want to see more of that. Fair, but to be fair, again, I like the I like the flashbacks because. It also shows his journey, as in he didn't just come out of the Sarlacc pit and, you know, he just went up and did everything. Mm. Because I guess for us, they tried to piece together where he was during the time, during that massive gap between um, episode um, episode 5 and The Mandalorian. So, again, that's, 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 again, that's why I appreciate it, because they, they're trying to piece together what actually happened between those times. Yeah. Ah. Yes. It's mad. It's mad. It's mad. Like again, I I I am gonna continue watching this. I'm gonna finish it regardless of whether it's terrible or like if it gets worse or it gets better. I am gonna be finishing this. I do hope it gets better. Um, because obviously it's Star Wars, isn't it? And one thing that I finally watched that I didn't, I don't even recall Thomas talking about it on one of the previous episodes is um. The like little like twenty minute documentary on Boba Fett, and obviously I grew up in a generation where Boba Fett was really super popular and famous, isn't it? Like, but in in actual reflection, how does character become like such a major player in the Star Wars universe is incredible because in the movie he had like what was it four lines and like twenty three minutes of screen time. Yep, and literally it's just amazing, isn't it? Like. And it was a, just a really cool documentary to talk about how they created a character. You know, he was intended to be a super trooper. Um, and obviously they couldn't afford to make the hundred suits. So they only made one and just made him a bounty hunter. Uh, it, yeah, it was just really interesting. It was like, I was, I was finding out this information for the very first time in it. Yeah. Um, yeah, for me, he is a character that's just, I, I, th- I think the way he starts, he just, I mean, so for me, when I first saw Boba Fett, I knew straight away he was uh, he was a bad guy. Do you know what I mean? The way he walks into the cantina, um, shoots up the guys, rips them up, takes them away, whatever the case may be. Um, and he's sort of like the silent assassin. It's pretty much what he was. But in the Clone Wars series, actually, they explore a bit more about him. So Because the first time we see him chronologically is in episode two, Attack of the Clones. Um, he picks up his father's head after it gets knocked off, right? Um, I think we, we also see a little bit of him on Kabino. Mm-hmm. But in the Clone Wars series, we see a bit more of him, as in he actually um, sort of, uh, in a way, defected from the actual clone facility um, on Kamino. Um He ended up being with a group of bounty hunters themselves who he's learnt from, he's aided as well, so he sort of learned the tricks of trade from mercenaries themselves. Um, and then became this really like sinister guy. Um, even with, even with you know being able, like he was actually hired to defeat um, um, Jedi. Um, in the comics, he actually has. Um, well, at one point, he had a lightsaber. Obviously, Darth Vader takes away from him because Darth Vader has a weird code of order as well, where 
he doesn't like people who are training the force wielding lightsabers, so he actually takes it off of him. But he has a brief fight with Boba Fett too, so that was cool. Um, I can't remember if he ends up meeting Obi-Wan or has a brief encounter of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, but I think that... Um, I, I'm, I'm just hoping we see more of Boba Fett because he's absolutely an amazing character. Yes, yeah. we didn't. We were supposed to originally get Boba Fett because he was supposed to be uh, like maybe a thousand or so um, troopers, solo sort of troopers, super troopers. But then him just being by himself, but still being this amazingly capable um, bounty hunter, is a really cool thing to see. Calm, Stevie. You've joined us at a time where we're talking about Boba Fett. Um, have you watched the first two episodes? I certainly have. Right, what, hey, what, what your hey guys, sorry. Sorry I'm late. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> Glad you could make it. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah, no, the first first episode of Boba Fett, um, super fun. Um, kind of felt, if I was like comparing it to other sort of like Star Wars-y stuff I've seen, um, it so far it feels a little bit more camp than... Like the likes of like the Mandalorian, mm-hmm. um, and a little bit more sort of like uh, uh, like like a series, like a TV series. It didn't feel quite as I don't know, quite as polished or or, um, or I don't know. It didn't feel quite as film quality as the rest, but it was still fucking good. And I mm-hmm. there was it was riddled with like Easter eggs, wasn't it? Um, yeah. Just all the kind of like set pieces from from uh, what what's the planet they're on? Um, Tatooine. 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 Yeah, yeah. All the all the stuff that we've already seen. Um, it looks great, but um, almost when it, when the episode finished, they have the the concept art at the end, and I almost enjoyed. I like the concept art better than. The, the the live action stuff so like the the ninja wasn't there like a load of ninjas who were um yeah, who, who cornered them with shields and everything and then they go on a chase across the um the rooftops and they kind of uh i don't know in the concept art they just looked a whole lot cooler and they just looked a little bit kind of i don't know a bit in gawky in real life i don't know what do you guys think of that um, to be fair, the assassins to me felt like uh, they just didn't feel as good as you know Fennec and Boba Fett, just because they're such iconic characters and these assassins are a cut below them. So I didn't pay too much attention to them. Um, but yeah, I do like the concept art with them because they look they look pretty cool with that one. Um, it was the the artwork of them surrounding um Boba Fett and uh, what's his um thingy fennec is it fennec um the 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 concept art had them completely barrying like like a barrier around them completely yeah and and in the real in the in the live action there was like gaps and everything in the shields and 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 again when the the concept art of the um the sam people um uh when there was that sort of that that fight between boba fett and the other guy um, the, the one of their their, their champions oh, yeah. or whatever, uh, Tuscan, yeah, uh, Tuscan Raiders. Sorry, yeah, and they had like fire in the background. It felt quite tribal, and you know, like there was it was part of the sort of the ritual. Whereas in the actual live action, whatever happened in the actual episode, 
he runs away and they're just in the dark um, fighting and it didn't feel as atmospheric. It felt a bit more cut off and just not as, uh, I don't know, it just didn't feel as authentic. When, and, and it was so weird to see that first and then the concept art. And I was like, the concept art got it right. This didn't, this felt a little bit disjointed. I kind of feel like I'm shitting on it a bit, but like, um, <laughs> yeah. so what, what would you rate the first episode? I'd, uh, I, I think I'll give it a three piece. I'd, I yeah. thoroughly enjoyed it. And that it left me hankering for, for the rest of the series, like completely. So, um, yeah, it definitely a three piece. It, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't old chicken because if, if it had, if it had been up to, if I'd looked at the concept art and gone live action was better, then I would have, it would have been a whole chicken. But the fact that it was the other way around, I, I, yeah, it just left me a, a feeling a little bit like meh. Okay. Okay. So what did you guys think though? What, 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 what have your ratings been? I, I gave it a three piece. Uh, yeah. Episode one, episode two. So far, I think I'd give them both a half chicken. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, wow. So with episode two, it, um, I was, I was saying earlier, I don't really like the flashback stuff, but I mm. do like the, um, like the daimyo gangster mafia stuff that they got going on in the present. Like I'm feeling that. Mm. Um, yeah. So what's your thoughts on episode two? What's your rating? I haven't seen it yet. Oh, episode two. Oh, so yeah, episode two yet. No, but uh, it's okay. I, again, if it, if it had been a, a, a whole chicken, I would have been like, don't tell me, but like... No, no, we'll, we'll, like, we'll, we'll, we'll say that because T- Big T will probably want to talk about it when we get back together and record, so we can, we can leave it for time. Um, do you want us, you know, let us know how your New Year's went and then I'll get into a bit of news and then we'll call it a night. Yeah, sure. Uh, so I just have been drinking and drinking yeah. and drinking. Isn't that, what isn't that what you just usually be doing? Yeah, I know. I have just drunk to excess, though. Like, I, I found myself on, uh, in between Christmas and New Year, like, the missus was at work. I had a bit of ironing to do to catch up. You know, I was being, like, very domesticated. And I was like, oh, I'm going to crack on with this ironing. And I got through, like, five shirts. And I was like, fuck my life. I need, I need a glass of wine. <laughs> <laughs> and it was nine. Uh, it was eleven o'clock in the morning, and I was like, "Yeah, in the new year, I need to, I need to clean this up a little bit and not drink as much." Because speak of that glass of wine, right? So over Christmas, actually, I didn't mention this earlier on, but I probably just dropped my mm. memory. So over the Christmas period, I spent um, my girlfriend. And I spent the night at my um, one, my, one of my family. So it was my um, my uncle, my aunt, Steve. Right, and my, my uncle, my aunties, mm. um, and my dad. So it was, it was a bit surreal because I've seen my auntie in the longest time, and I mean, we were all, I was having beers until like one a.m. or two a.m. or something like that, and then my like, everyone was everyone was retiring to um to go to sleep, right, and then. Yeah. My auntie said, oh, I might just stay down here for a bit longer, just catch up. Yeah. I was like, yeah, sure, why not? And we went through an entire bottle of wine just chatting about life and whatever, and it was it was the most nice. surreal experience ever. So, yeah. That's, uh, that sounds well good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sounds like you had a blast. A bottle of wine or a couple? Because a bottle was easy to... 
maybe it was a couple of bottles. I mean, we've been drinking throughout the day, so we we went. Depends what you're used to, though, because if I take myself back a year, Mm. well, no, okay, two years, all right, two years. (laughs) (laughs) Um, A bottle of wine would have had me like done, whereas I can polish off a bottle of wine with the missus very easily, (laughs) far too easily. Yeah, I mean, we we were drinking since from about one no from yeah from about 12 no 1 p.m from 1 p.m onwards on christmas day we were just drinking right so i, was, I started with oh, beer, wow. then went to wise i think I went through two bottles of wine that for the for the whole day and then came to a night time after the beers it was basically a bottle of wine afterwards because i think we were tired everyone was just like chilling and all that stuff so yeah a bottle of wine up drinking it at what 4 a.m i think that was decent <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, well, nice, well, nice. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I went out on New Year's Eve um, and actually went into like a into a, a tapas bar nice. for the evening um, with a load of friends, and it was yeah, it was well good. We had, had a very nice, very nice time, um, and we left our kids at home with all their mates and. I was fucking paranoid that they were going to book a TV. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Have I told you guys about them polishing off a load of alcohol? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, you did. Only yeah, yeah. Like so not, but not on the pod. I mean, not on the podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, they basically nicked a load of like cider and and basically like topped up a load of my whiskey with water um no i thought uh, you said they oh, didn't i thought you said they didn't top it up with water you'd have been impressed they didn't top quite well so so they didn't top up the the cider mm-hmm. which is what gave it away yeah they they, they polished off a t- load of cider and i was like that was definitely not that low like before yeah. but then um a couple of days later i went and had a, like a a, a whiskey or uh, like a bourbon um and i made it all up i was gonna do an old-fashioned you know like ice bit of um you know um angostura bitters and some orange and sugar and i mixed it all up it was all ready i took a sip and i was like this is like watery <laughs> and I, so i took i took a swig from the bowl and the bottle i was like nah I, I, this isn't this has been watered down <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> And I challenged my boy on it, and he was—he just hung his head in shame. He didn't even like deny it. He came in straight away. He was just like, "Up, oh, nigga." He just well, after all the shit we, you know, it, it, with 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 the cider, and and oh, and he nicked a load of Baileys as well. So my missus's Baileys was all was was really bottle was really oh, low. You really went. You really went. To he went. You know, from the hell for leather with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, he's, yeah, his uh, his friend's parents were proper paranoid about um, there being alcohol that night. So, so alcohol, I just I literally took all the alcohol out of the house and locked it in my car. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe I'm, I'm so fucking responsible these days. Yeah, yeah. this is why you beat your kids. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that. Michael's like, I'm not joking. <laughs> I'm not, but I'm not, but you know, you should, in a sense. Oh, <laughs> uh, waiting for a baby, like I can't do this to my kid. <laughs> Go yeah. to your room. 
Listen, listen. If you were, if you grew up in like the eighties or nineties, then that might have been the case. But now it's mental abuse. Now, now they'll call childline because you're mentally abusing them rather then, than then, then take actually... them, take them, take the kids away. Then, like, if my kids ever come with that bullshit, like, oh, you're mentally abusing. All right, leave my house then. <laughs> leave. Off you go. <laughs> Fuck off. If you think you're, if you're, if you think you're ready for the outside world, go in it. Like. Yeah. I ain't having yeah. that, listen, I ain't having that nonsense, man. Do, do you know what? You know what? I have said that to my boy when he was kicking off and giving me a load of load of jip yeah. and mm. talking back and everything. I was like, right, get out, get out of the house. You see what it's like out there, and, and he's like, oh dear, did you just not to be like that? Like, go, 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 pay, go, pay rent. Go find like, oh, it's it's because again, like. Seeing it now as an adult now, yeah, it, it's stressing it. Yeah. Like, it it's it's yeah. it. So I respect all the crap that my parents did for me um, growing up. Do you know what, guys? There is actual proper scientific, scientific evidence that, like, this is perfectly normal mm. for, like, teenagers to, to do this because oh, yeah, their brains yeah. are actually, like, changing and yeah. they need to go through this transition period become sensible adults yeah yeah to do well, well that's what i keep reminding myself every time i'm being triggered transition period, <laughs> transition period to do what exactly <laughs> to, to sense to responsible adults, adults like us to, to push the boundaries uh, isn't it? to what you're, you're, you're telling mm. well i never did this but you're telling me michael you never like drank alcohol when you shouldn't have when you were a little younger no. With me? Nope. I mean, <laughs> no. Again, we're from first, a different... First time... The, no, no, no. I'll, I'll be dead serious. The first time I was ever, ever drunk was before my English GCSEs and it was my sister's birthday. And then I drank like a shitload of, I drank a shitload of alcohol. Mm. Going to the back of my parents' car, went, went home. I put on the um, Royal Rumble. No, it wasn't Royal Rumble. What was it? I put on a wrestling pay-per-view mm. and I fell asleep. But again, you, you had alcohol when you weren't uh, the age of 18. I was 16. Huh? I was 16. Yeah, so you're still underaged. Do you not in Italy? Are we in Italy, you always fam? My parents always gave me like sips of the drinks and stuff like that. So whether it was beer, gin, wine, mm. whatever, whatever they're drinking, right? So... Again, it was not heavy drinking, but yeah. I was allowed to have those sips just so that I knew what it tasted like. Yeah, so, um, and the theory is that if I know what alcohol tastes like, then I'm less likely to go and mm. be stupid, go to a park and just get drunk or something like that, right? Yeah. Um, and they gave me this rule, and the rule was like, don't drink alcohol unless an adult permits you to, right? Mm. So I remember I must have been maybe... Did you have an uncle that just said, yeah, it go for it? It wasn't an uncle, so... Remember I told you guys I used to play field, I played field hockey, right? Mm-hmm. So I must have been about 15 and we had the field hockey awards night and they just kept bringing beer to our table and stuff like that, right? And me being a very good boy, I was like, my mum said, don't drink unless an adult permits me to. So mm-hmm. I look across the table, I see my captain there, he's in his 60s or whatever. He was like, Mike, <laughs> do you want a beer? I was like, I don't know. Yeah, why not? I mean, <laughs> so once so the one beer came in I think it was like maybe um, a snake bite because it was like black currant or maybe it was a side yeah. or whatever it was right so I drank that finished it oh my have another one I was like are you sure I mean we're eating as well so 
it didn't really hit me until the mom kids picked me up and I was like, hey, mom. I was like, she was like, Mario, you're drunk. I was like, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. And, and then she could be mad because she gave me that rule, which yeah, was if an yeah. adult says it, so that was the first time I was drunk. I was, I was like, yeah, 15. I bet um, she gave you your. Did you say it was the coach who was like saying it's all right? Yeah, she was. I bet she gave him an earful. I bet she yeah, was like, not even. Fuck? Not even, because it turns no? out that. No, so it turns out that my late grandfather did the same thing to her, where it was that very, very same rule. As long as an adult permits you to, it's fine. Uh, so, it's pretty cool, I'm actually. Like, I, yeah. I, might to, I might use that. See, I, I grew up with my parents being like, because um, there is a, actually a law in, in the UK that says that if you're 14 and you're in a pub with with your folks and you're having a, a, like a, a meal, like a, a Sunday lunch or something, you then you're allowed, to, you're allowed to have a drink. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, so my parents always were like, you can, you can drink at 14 as long as it's with like a big meal and with us. And as long as it's like proper ale. Yeah. <laughs> so that's might be why I'm so into ale these days because I kind of like, that was my starting point where I was like, yeah, I'll drug. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. Yeah. But I mean, we we we've been giving the kids a bit of cider, you know, every now and again. Yeah. Just like like you were saying, just to get you used to it, you know, like well, to see what it's. It's, it's um, the fact that he pinched it without try, like, and then tried to hide it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a, a little shit. <laughs> not even not even trying to fill up with apple juice, if I like water. <laughs> that's not going to notice that it's watered down. Jeez. <laughs> Oh dear. Uh, anyway, yeah, um, I watched uh, a few things over sort of like the, the Christmas period. Um, uh, I was going to go and see um, some stuff in the cinema and then it didn't quite, quite work out, which is a bit of an arse. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, like I've seen all of The Witcher. Um, I've been binging the shit out of Gotham. Um I think we start. We didn't start that long ago. We're on season four now. Mm-hmm. There's like tw- twenty-two episodes per season. Yeah, um, it's it's very long. It's cool. It's it's going really well though. It's it's a great kind of like concept of of Batman and how Batman came to be and everything. And it, you know, like they're they're now on the the bit with Ra's al Ghul um, mm-hmm. coming into the picture, and they've had all the like literally all the villains. Yeah, I think now just now they've introduced the scarecrow but they're all young they're all like you know like in in all of the batman movies that we've seen all of the villains are sort of you know like proper adults whereas yeah because this is like young bruce wayne all of the all the villains are are young youngies or well, not youngies but like they're, they're fairly, fairly young yeah like yeah, yeah. Ivy, for example um if I, I, don't, I don't know if poison i don't know i can't remember the season poison ivory um is in or where she makes her first appearance, but she's pretty young as well when she starts out. Oh, um, she's in it from from almost out. the beginning. Um, as just uh, as as Ivy, as a friend of um, yeah, obviously Selena Carl. Selena Carl, yeah. But then she gets spoilers. She gets um, I touched. <laughs> yeah, sure, okay, that's all right. But she gets touched by some sort of like freak from um. Indian Hill, which is a like an experimental lab underneath. Yeah, that was it. That was it. He ages her and turns her into like an adult woman. Mm, um, yeah. And now she's just gone and she's fed up with like getting people to do her 
like her bidding by drugging them she wants to become a freak herself so she goes and she's just taken some weird concoctions in a chinaman's shop and um is now busy chaining so i don't know what's going to happen to her well then we'll probably get the proper unhinged poison 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 ivy so uh, yeah uh, um what i like about Sorry, just just quickly, what I like about Gotham is that um, in all DC comics, people say that actually it's, the, it's because of Batman that gave the rise to um, people like the Joker, Scarecrow, all that stuff. But in Gotham, mm-hmm. it's the other way around where you see all these people who are, you know, doing getting worse and worse with crime, and then Bruce Wayne becomes Batman to sort of tackle all that. So it's a, diff- it's a different concept, but I, I like it. I enjoy it all the same. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, their version of the, I, I quite liked their version of the Joker actually. Um, because they never really called him the Joker. They he was just um, Red Hood. Rindle. Was it Red Hood? It was. Red Hood. It was what? Is that what his name was? Yeah. Yeah, Red. So um, he had he has his, he has his own name, but he wore the Red Hood. So his nickname was the Red Hood. Mm. And oh right. Every yeah. Time, he was... Every time someone donned that Red Hood, they acted like the Joker. So there was a woman who had the yeah. who had the Red Hood. She she became Joker like. And then it went down the line um, to the inverted commas Joker who cut his face off. That's that's part of the um, line of comics where Joker. I can't remember Joker is because there's three Jokers in DC. Anyway, um, he sort of cut his face off just to show how crazy he was, and then like stapled it back on. Oh, um, there was no. The, 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 there was a, a crazy kind of like doctor who was trying to, or like a, a morgue technician who was trying to bring him back to life but failed uh, or thought he failed so instead he cut his face off um and stuck it on his own face and pretended to be him but then um the guy came back to life and then stuck his stapled his face back onto his his own face yeah yeah that's uh, that was good that was the, again they, they cut it um <laughs> i don't know what you call it in in um in the series or whatever, there's a thing, there's a particular thing that they've done with this series that just allows them carte blanche to do whatever the fuck they want. Mm. If someone dies, they'll be back. And it's this, they, it started off with uh, this mad scientist, Hugo Strange was experimenting by freezing people and then bringing them back to life um, after they died. And um, so we've had like, We've had Penguin has died. We've had um, Fish Mooney has died. There's there's so many characters that have died and then come back to life again. And Wait, this is Gotham, right? Gotham, yeah. yeah. Penguin doesn't die. In Gotham, he gets. What, what, oh. Have you what, where, have you seen it all then? Yeah, I finished it. Yeah, he gets yeah. shot by um, the Riddler, doesn't he? And then, but and and he uh, but then. Poison Ivy like brings him back to life and, and heals him. You remember that bit? Must have missed yeah. that. Plus, I must have missed that that, that, that bit of the okay. show. Must have missed that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, grabs the fish Moody as well, and then she comes back. Um... Yeah, and now the latest thing that that gives them the ability to just bring people random characters back is this um, Razal Ghoul's like water of life thing, where yeah, it, like. The... Um, it begins with L. It's it's named Lazarus. after a biblical character. Um, Lazarus, isn't it? Lazarus, yes, the Lazarus yeah. pit. 
Yeah. And, you know, like, so, so you know, like, Bruce Wayne stabs um, Alfie Moon. Not Alfie Moon. Fucking hell, that's the idiot. Yeah, Alfie uh, Moon. Fish Mooney. No. <laughs> it's it's um, the guy who plays um, uh, Alfie Moon in EastEnders is the same actor who plays Alfred. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a yeah. Like, right, right, like, geezer, isn't he? Um yeah, I can't remember what his name is. Um, Neither can oh. I, but I know his face. I, oh. Yeah, I'm gonna just tell it's him. um, it's oh, Alfred It's Sean Pertwee. Is is he? Does uh, he play Alfie Moon? No. Um, Maybe it's a similar guy who, who I'm thinking of here. There, but I'm looking at his face and is actually pissing me. Oh yeah, is she Sean Pertwee? He doesn't play Alf- Alfie Moon. I don't know why I think he he was playing Alfie Moon. He was That's what confused me. I was like, huh? Alfie Moon. Oh, oh do you know what? Who plays Alfie Moon then? I couldn't tell you his name. I generally couldn't tell you his name. So, um Oh fuck, they do look similar though. It's Shane Ritchie who plays Alfie Moon, isn't it? Oh, oh that's the guy. Yeah. Oh, they look so similar though, and they've got like the same kind of like um like proper geezer, like yeah, like Sean Pertwee is his name. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, right, yeah, Sean Pertwee. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. I kind of like that. Totally went down the wrong end of the stick with that one. But hey, oh, hey um, I, I followed you. I followed you down. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, but I love him. He's a great actor. But anyway, like back to the whole point was that he got stabbed literally through the heart with a fucking great big sword by um by Bruce Wayne. And then Bruce, like, just healed him with the water, and he's fine now. And then, um, oh, Barbara, Barbara, someone or other, um, she she came back to life because she got bathed in that water of life thing as well. So, yeah, I mean, I kind of go in with it because it's just the style of the series, and I am enjoying it. It's a good binge. Um, so yeah, that's that's been a lot of fun. Um, what else have I been up to? Um, oh, what other stuff is, have I seen? So a cool thing on Netflix about like a serial killer. Um, it was a three-part thing, um, and it was um, oh now what was it called? Um, it was about Times Square. I think it was called the Times Square Killer. And it basically was talking about this guy who worked, he was like a, a nerdy IT guide uh, back in the sort of, oh, I think the 70s. And at this point in the 70s, Times Square was full of like, like, um, like uh, brothels and uh, peep shows. And it was like totally different to what it is now. Um, and it was like, you know, like a really like dodgy area, but it was really busy and he would go out there and it was sort of like, um, it, it was, there was a real kind of like, uh, anti female thing going on back then where like, you know, if, if you paid women to do something, they'd do anything basically. And he took that to the total extreme where he would like, he basically was like, I pay you money, I can do whatever I like with you, including kill you. And he killed loads and loads of women. Um, and they were all sort of like all prostitutes and 
ladies of the night and everything and it was yeah really fascinating actually to look at how how it got you know it was more of like a, a history thing with just the fact that they had a serial killer but it kind of highlighted how um this guy basically and, and the whole sort of scenario pushed um the women's movement to sort of like bring the rights of women up and you know like if if uh if if a woman got harassed or 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 if a rape or anything, then, you know, like they would do a full documentation of, of it in the police. Whereas before that, they were just basically made to be like, well, it's your fault that you got raped, which is fucking awful. Mm. So, you know, in a sense, a lot of good came out of it, even though a lot of people died. Um, so, yeah, no, really, that was fascinating. That was interesting. Um, what else has come out on... Um, uh, oh yeah, um, on, on Amazon Prime, they've released um, the next season of um, oh, uh, it's that amazing sci-fi series um, called The Expanse. Have you guys heard of that at all? I've heard I suppose it's actually, it's actually pretty cool. I, I think I, I've been meaning to carry on watching that. So what have you seen of, of, of The Expanse so far? Just the, just the first episode that caught me, but then I just... I just what, the first ever episode, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Oh, damn. You, if, you can, if you can carry on with it, you are in for a serious ride because it's... If I can put this into, like, one... Into a, a concise sort of paragraph, The Expanse is the most realistic sci-fi series I've ever seen whilst at the same time being throwing me so many curveballs each series i do not know which way it's going to go um so the first series is totally different to the second series and that is totally different to the third series and by the time i think we're on series six now and the, the world has changed so much compared to the the first series um, but just like the, in a base, the real basics about just if you so many like um, sci-fi stuff that's set in space, they don't take into account inertia and the fact that if you're going to sp- speed something up, you can't just suddenly stop without the entire inside of a ship like wanting to carry on. Mm. You know, like you watch like star trek and everything and it goes into hyperspace and then instantly stops or you know like you don't see they've got like the the technology so advanced you don't see them you know going oh we've got to go and speed up so just hold on because you're going to really feel this you know Uh, whereas this is set in a time where the technology is advanced but people are still going in rockets and you know having to deal with real world physics you know if I fly faster, I've got. I can't just suddenly stop miraculously. I've got to try and put the boosters on and slow the ship down in order to, you know, not not continue travelling at that same speed, you know. Um, and there's some brilliant. There's a brilliant, brilliant like scene in the later series where it just it follows a, a guy who's um, he's like a YouTuber. I'm doing live, uh, like a Twitch streamer almost, you know, and he's like, look at me, I'm doing, I'm like a speed demon, and he's like doing laps around Jupiter in his spaceship, and um, 
uh, and you know, like he's basically doing it all live. And it's such a good scene. I won't, I won't spoil it though, because you know, if if you're going to watch it, then it is. Yeah, it had me like, holy shit, you know, that moment, just like that. So I, I'm a little bit nerdy about this because I, I I've watched it from when it was. I think it was started off in on sci-fi. And I picked it up at the end of it being at Sci-Fi, so I think it had like I think it was two, season two or three. And I, I I remember watching, starting to watch it, and just going, "What the fuck? How did I miss this? This is like the best Sci-Fi series I've ever seen." And then it got cancelled on Sci-Fi, and when Amazon picked it up, I was just like, "This is this is the mo- most amazing." I think Amazon picked it up because um, Jeff Bezos liked the series and just was yeah. like, I don't want to see this stop, so I'm going to pile a load of money into it. And it it's so good. I've enjoyed it so much. Cool. So, yeah, definitely, if any of you are remotely sci-fi, into sci-fi, then definitely watch it. Cool, cool, cool. <clears throat> oh, um, yeah, that, like, all right, so just one quick little bit of news. Um, Morbius has been pushed back yet again. It has <laughs> really. Yeah, we, all we all know why. Let's Is this to do with uh, Mr. Garfield? Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. what. That's that's the rumor. Um, to, to be honest, as soon as they announced that, I was like, "Oh, they're probably doing some reshoots to include Andrew Garfield." Then two days later, a lot of like the media outlets were like, "Yes, Morbius has been released. Andrew Garfield is gonna be having a cameo." So it just, yes. it just means that they are going to, they are looking at thinking of doing another Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man three. Yeah, Which- or potentially having him in the, in Venom three. Well, yeah, but it would still run. He'll still get his own standing on movie, wouldn't he? Mm-hmm. I, I would totally buy into an Amazing Spider-Man three. Because if you think about it, that means there's a Venom in both Sony in the Sony world mm-hmm. and the MCU. Yeah. And if anything does happen, because they've really opened the multiverse. So again. Andrew, I don't, I don't see Toby ever taking up the mantle of Spider Man ever again. Mm-hmm. But I see Andrew taking it up again. Yeah, and it also means that they could introduce Mary Jane, which I'm annoyed that they deleted out of Spider- um, Amazing Spider Man Two. Mm. So, Mary Jane was was he was, she was killed at the end of Spider Man Two, wasn't she? No, that's um, that, no, 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 that's Gwen Stacy. That's Gwen Stacy, yeah. of course. Yeah. It was Stacey, Gwen Stacy, oh. wasn't it? So there's there's scenes that they clipped where he was with Gwen Stacy and Mary Jane rides in on a motorbike. Oh, I got to remember who actually plays um, MJ in that. Ah, uh, everyone oh, we all know her as well. I gotta look that up. She's a base. Um, she's she's a main um, redhead that we all know. We uh, all know her face. Yeah, I know her face. <clears throat> Shaylene Woodley, Shaylene Sh- uh, Woodley, that's who played. Never her. heard of her. You have, trust me. No, I tell you, have I? She's the girl from Divergent. Divergent. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, she also played a girl in the Faults in All Stars, the one that has the one oh, that's okay. dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. her. She is meant to be. She was meant to be um, Mary Jane, but obviously. Sony cut all that shit out, which I don't understand why. Uh, so they, 
It was too soon for her. <laughs> it was too yeah. soon for her, you know. It was but too soon for her because I mean, yeah, they could they could have given her a small cameo appearance or something like that. But I think in comic books, Gwen Stacy was the was like Peter's first love love, then MJ. Well, I am totally up for for an Amazing Spider-Man three, um, and I'm actually, you know, like I, I'm quite psyched about watching um, the Morbius movie. But I've heard a lot of people like shitting on it, saying it's going to be really shit. Um, what's your thoughts about that? Do you guys do you guys think it's going to be crap, or are you actually up for it? I don't think I don't think it's going to be crap. Um, to be fair, I, I think I I personally enjoyed the Andrew Garfield um, films. Um, yeah. I I think if it wasn't for um, um, I guess Marvel having you know coming into the picture, we we would have got more Andrew Garfield. Um, I'm not, so I am looking forward to even if he doesn't get a Spider-Man three film, I'm looking forward to seeing him in um, I guess the MCU multiverse um, every now and again. Um, I wouldn't even mind if he appeared in the new. Um, Spider-Verse film that's coming out, animated film that's coming out, whether it's going to be him, Tony Maguire, it doesn't matter. If he, if they, even if they make an appearance, that's more than enough for me. Hmm. Yeah. Do you think they'll actually try and include him on an animated one then, or, or do you think it'll be more... Be his voice. Because, yeah. well, I suppose it could be his voice, couldn't it? Yeah. It could they be will, yeah. I agree. They, will probably, his voice. Put, they probably will get him into it at some point. They'll probably try to get all of them into it, if, you, if, we're, if we're going to be honest. Because that would hmm. be so amazing again. Like you just hear Andrew, Toby, all of their voices just somehow getting pulled into it. Mm. It feels like um, Andrew Garfield has not really aged as much as um, as uh, as Toby Maguire. No, they could have. That could be just the the fact that they kind of made Toby Maguire look older. But no, he he... looks older. (laughs) Toby Maguire looks hella old. Actually, kind of nuts. Honestly, the film that I'd, I'd love to see Toby, Andrew, Tom Holland in together is the um, Wars. The, yeah, the, the Spider Wars um, um, line of combat, the, sto- the line of story where you see, or basically the Spider Verse, where we see um, multiple Spider People being taken on, or being killed by um, oh, the inheritors who are a group of people that prey on the animal totems, but they particularly enjoy preying on spider or people who with spider totems. So, you know, um, Miles Morales, um, uh, was it Jessica Drew, all those, all those spider people. So if they go towards that, that'll be absolutely amazing to see. Uh, so every time one dies, another one gets strong, just that little bit stronger. But not it doesn't yeah. kind of kind of kind of it's, it's almost like Jet Li's the one yeah but I was, I was literally just gonna, gonna say that, 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 that yeah um so I think alright so in the comic books um there's one character that actually experiences this his name is um Miguel O'Hara or O'Hara have you pronounced it right Spider-Man 2099 um there's a very there, there are variants of him right one of the variants makes um a device that allows to sense other Miguel O'Hara's in their universes. So every time one dies, their power gets transferred to the others, right? But only this one main um, guy 
in, in um, I guess it's still part of the Earth 616 universe or whatever it is, or maybe Earth 928. Anyway, he feels each of them die, he feels himself getting stronger rather than, well, rather than everyone else. It's, it's weird. But yeah, just that kind of concept in general, just seeing um, Spider-Men or Spider-People, because obviously you have Spider-Gwen, you have um, uh, Cindy Moon as well. Just seeing them, Jessica Drew, take on the inheritance, I think would be absolutely amazing. That movie, I'd be hyped for. Yeah, totally. I can't. All of this stuff's coming out of the woodwork, like as possibilities and like opportunities. Now that it's, it's almost like um, it feels like the floodgates are opening even further. Like when the Marvel kind of movies kicked off, and we started getting all, all of these superhero movies coming out. I was like, this is amazing. I can't believe this is happening. But if we, you know, if we went back twenty years. It just the concept of that was just unheard of, of of like superhero movies big coming to the big screen and, and being so popular. Yeah. But it feels like it's just it's there's so much appetite for it, isn't there? And like the pe- people are so up for this now, um, and it's not kind of waning. I, I don't feel like I don't feel like there's you know a lot of often trends kind of like get tired don't they and then people like yeah i've had enough of this i want the, the movies kind of move on to other genres or other types of things but this is not stopping at all is it there's there's money to be made in these types of movies and people are totally up for it yeah and then of course they are because they've got you know there's people like us around in there <laughs> who, who just want more honestly with me if i mean all marvel have to do for me is make or, or sony make spider-man and X-Men, and you've got me hooked. <laughs> yeah. <I'm> basically yeah. <laughs> that. Sp- uh, X-Men, I mean, what's going to happen with X-Men? Jesus. Uh, who knows? I cannot it. wait for that. They're going to they're gonna drip, drip, drip it, aren't they? They're going to be like... They're, X-Men's, X-Men's in the works, but not... And that's right, they're going to keep like titillating it, aren't they? They're going to keep going, oh, it's coming, you know? <laughs> the, the character that I can't wait, so obviously Morbius is coming out, which which obviously has been delayed, and which is how we got onto this uh, trail path of madness. Um, <laughs> the one that I can't wait to see is Deadpool. Another Deadpool, yeah. No, 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 no. Ryan Reynolds Deadpool in the MCU. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to bet this is a perfect time for him because now that there's there's the multiverse is a sort of like a known thing. He can completely like break the fourth wall, and it's totally okay, can't he? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, that 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 will be really good. And it felt, if we went, again, if we went back some years to, I don't know, what was it, phase two or whatever, the idea of, like, having everything connected, you know, pos- it was just like, no, that's it's just not possible. Whereas there's definite possibilities now, isn't there? Like, it's it's becoming a... With, with the way that they've introduced the, the multiverse, there, it's now becoming completely possible. Yes. Wasn't, we've totally gone off on a tangent, which is what Nana was suggesting we shouldn't do. 
<laughs> Sorry. Exactly that. But yeah, no, we kind of talked about it. I'm on my second beer now, so you know. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I'm just going to quickly just, obviously, we kind of discussed it, but I'm just going to read out Thomas's notes just in case I've missed anything out. Uh, Morbius delayed until April 1st, 2022, uh, April Fool's Day. So we don't know whether this movie is just going to be a joke or whether they're fooling us and then, you know, they're going to be like, on second thoughts, we're bringing a movie full. Again, we don't know, innit? Um, Rumours suggest this could be due to reshoots, including a cameo from Andrew Garfield as Spider Man. Andrew Garfield rumored to be returned to the role for multiple projects, including um, The Amazing Spider-Man 3, Venom 3, and Across the Spider-Verse. Jamie Foxx is also reprising his role as Electro in Venom 3 and The Amazing Spider-Man 3 as a cameo. Uh, what do you guys thoughts about Jamie Foxx also returning? <laughs> I'm all for it. Yeah. Yep, me oh, too. I want to see more Jamie Foxx. Yeah, I think I think similar to like Andrew Garfield, his his return has just been so fresh, hasn't it? It's yeah. been like uh, watching him in in the um, like Amazing Spider-Man movies. It was cool, but it wasn't like I, I didn't get the same kind of buzz that I got this time. And he maybe it was just because this he's he's old. He's as an actor, he's older now. Yeah, and he just like his character was so much, it was so exciting this time round, you know, like, uh, and again, he was also just so, he was so cool, wasn't he? He was, I was so like digging the, like his, his lust for power and how like out of all of them, he was totally happy to stay like in, in this universe. Cause it was something new and it was exciting and, and, and yeah, that, that. that's what I'd love to know is if obviously they killed him, but does he just get his powers back when he goes back? Does his powers just come back? So they, I don't know. They healed him. Remind me, they stuck the thing on him, right? And it, it kind of drained his powers. But then does that have to stay on him or did they take it out and then he off. was cured? They took it off of him. He yeah, got taken off of they're him. They're all cured. They so what does that mean? That's what mm. I'm gonna say. So what's the point of him being what's the point of him if he if he is actually reprising his role as Ven in Venom Free and um, as a cameo in Spider Man Free, what's the point? Well it depends on what universe he's in though, because then again it could be a different um electro. An electro that wasn't that, cured. That there is a very good point. So again, it's just like hmm. Either that or or they they cured him in this universe you know like because he was talking about the fact that like he's that the power is different in yeah, but, but, this but, universe but that's, that's what I'm saying yeah. so even though that one's gone back to the Amazing Spider-Man universe until it's confirmed that the Amazing Spider-Man universe is the same universe that Venom and Morbius and that etc has taken part in it could just be another Electro true it could oh, be I know what you mean. Oh, that, yeah, because the I mean. two, um, Doc Ock and, and Thingy were from two different universes, weren't they? Even yeah, though, exactly. Yeah, they were just very similar universes, weren't they? Um, wait, wait, no. No, Doc, Doc, Doc Ock and Norman Osborn were in the same one. Yeah, Doc Ock. Oh, no, but they were from a different time period in the same yeah, universe, so weren't they? Yeah, time period, because yeah. Doc Ock literally goes and says that Norman Osborn, you're meant to be dead. Yeah, because you. Yeah, that's right. The yeah. They're from the same universe, mm, just different, different timelines, times. just different times. So what? No, they're in the same timeline, same everything. 
Everything's the exact same. <laughs> you, 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 yeah, but, yeah. but they know each other. Yeah, but then <laughs> they know each other. They got pulled into this universe from different times. Points. Yeah, from different yeah. points yeah. in yes. a time. Yeah. That's what we want. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's what we meant to say. So potentially we could have Jamie Foxx reprising a role from, uh, like, a, I don't know, um, uh, almost like a what if, if, like. Well, no, it would his, just, it, it, he would just, in a sense, be a variant. Or he, again, he would just be yeah. a lecturer from a different time, uh, different dimension. It just wouldn't be the Norman Osborne dimension. Mm. It would be from Andrew Garfield's dimension. If he's mm. again, that's if they make the the um the clarification that Venom is taking part taking place in the Amazing Spider-Man universe. I think or you're in, or in his own universe. I think it would be easier for people to um to digest if if they said that um when he got sent back to his own universe he was cured in this universe but in his old in in his universe back with with yeah. andrew garfield evil he's like that that would be that would, that would be that would be pointless well well he knows he's spider oh he'll know who spider-man would be in it he yeah he wouldn't know who spider-man would be but again without his powers unless again he he go they you know he misses the power and then he like tries to recreate the experiment. That made no, him no, no. What I'm saying is, um, that in the universe that we saw in, in, in Spider-Man three, uh, what is it? No way home. Yeah. Um, it, they cured him in that universe, but yeah. if they send him back to his old universe, he's still got the ability to, because uh, the power is different because it's a no, different, I, I, like, nah, because they've cured him of the power completely. Regardless. I don't know. I, I, regardless. but I think it might be more palatable for people. Yeah, I understand what Stevie's saying. Yeah, but I don't think that makes sense. Because they, 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 no, because they cured him of the. So the power was different because it was like more the let like let's say the voltage in that universe was two thousand, and then the voltage in uh, the Amazing Spider Man was two thousand. No, was one thousand nine hundred ninety nine. I think he meant it in that sense of the word. It turns out like that electricity feels different. I don't think once yeah. he gets cured of his electrical things, it can be triggered from going somewhere else. Or the whole point of curing them is pointless because that also just means that when each of them go back to their correct timeline or their correct dimension, they they just go back to being evil again. Or do you know what I mean? Curing that could be, be a that could be a plot point though, couldn't it? That they didn't realize that curing they were them. only curing them in this universe. Again, and I, in- I think that that like I get it with the time stones, where the time stones can only work in the dimension, not the time stones, uh, the Philly stones can only work mm-hmm. in the dimensions yeah. they work from. But I think in terms of <coughs> the whole cure thing, I, I I I don't I don't like that. I don't think that um is is was what's the word palatable mm. to me anyway. Would it be more palatable then to uh, for him to miss it and then look at ways to get 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 it back? Yeah, so it, it, himself? If, if he wants to still be evil, it would have to be either him recreating the experiment to get the electric mm. powers back, or yeah. it's a electro from another dimension that yeah. uh, either another dimension or electro in a dimension who hasn't um, is is still electro and is still evil. It can't mm. be the same Jamie Foxx again, unless he recreates the electro powers. That's- I quite, I quite like that. Like that, he, that he was he he always like he never really wanted to be cured because he really enjoyed 
um, yeah. that. So therefore, they've they've cured him in inverted commas, but he gets sent back and then you realize he realizes he's a nobody to, again. To, yeah, I, I quite like that idea, actually. I'm sorry, I just went off on a tangent in my own head. So, let's hear it. What if, yeah, the cameo that Andrew Garfield has in Venom 3 is him on TV and Venom obviously remembering that, and that's how Venom ends up in New York. Yeah. And that's how Eddie Brock turns, because remember, they're in San Francisco right now. Yeah. What if Eddie Brock moves to New York in Venom 3 just to talk to Spider-Man and then everything goes awry and obviously Venom becomes Spider-Man's Venom enemy and <laughs> it's sticky in it because again it's, it's it's that whole hive mind conversation because okay I, okay okay I kind of get what you say he sees Spider-Man he doesn't actually see Andrew Garfield he sees the the um the Spider-Man um costume and yeah. yeah okay yeah okay yeah, yeah that, that can work that can work that can work so who knows so that that's um so we're getting um andrew garfield in morbius potentially yes but, but what's the what's the next thing with venom in it then is that going to be venom, venom, venom three, three. yeah but then so i don't know what the timeline is for this subtly craven the hunter movie Oh yeah, we'll just all have to wait and find out, innit? Mm. Yeah, because he was—he appeared in the uh, as one of the characters, didn't he? In the in the rift. Supposedly, I—I I never saw it. He's the guy with the spear. Yeah, yeah. So he, he... Oh, is that who's playing Raven? Well, it was just an out, out like a shadow, wasn't it? It was just a, like an outline. So hold up. So just so, sorry, guys. Um, so Quicksilver is playing Craven the Hunter in. Okay, cool. Is he? Yeah. Quicksilver <laughs> <laughs> is playing Craven the Hunter. Who's the actor who plays Quicksilver? Um. Um. Damn it! His name Aaron Taylor. Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah. So he's, oh, okay. playing, he's going to be playing great. So they they have to. They wasn't have he, to in, he was he was the guy in um in Wonder Vision, wasn't he? No, yeah. was he not? I thought it was. No, no he wasn't was in Wonder Vision. It was guy. the other one. It was the other one from X Men. Oh, oh, it was the other one, yes, wasn't yes, it? Yes, yes, it? Origins. Oh, so, so confused. If Sony and Marvel are doing this, yeah, I understand that there's potential that he's going to be a villain for Tommy um Tom Holland. He could be a, a Tom Holland villain, or he could be a Andrew Garfield villain. Villain. They've really, they've really made us have a really messed up uh, situation here, haven't they? Because we don't know what universe it will be if they do a Spider Man three, if they do an Amazing Spider Man three. Well, this goes back. This, this goes back to what I was saying about like um, they've totally opened up the floodgates to just they can do whatever the fuck they like now. Because pretty much. Anything we got any any universe now stuff can happen and it, and it can still be connected. Yeah, it is really insane. Oh, <laughs> sounds like your mind's blown now. Yeah, I'm looking for. I'm just looking forward to the next ten, fifteen years. Like, <laughs> <my God. laughs> this is amazing. We're going to be watching some amazing films. No, no, in the next couple of years. No doubt about that. 
All right, so that brings our very first episode of 2022 to a wrap. We will be having a little break next week uh, as I am going away for my birthday weekend, even though my birthday was <coughs> the 2nd of Jan um, due to uh, COVID and all that stuff. We tried to do it uh, next weekend. Um, and hopefully this damn cough isn't me having COVID again. Oh, that would be highly frustrated. Uh but yeah, we're hoping to do a lot of good things, better things, have more guests on. Uh, our first episode back from my little weekend away, I'm hoping to have uh, Wasteland on, who is a friend of the show and one of the guys that we constantly chat to when we're streaming and stuff. So I uh, look forward to that. Um, but yeah, uh, without further ado, Stevie, say bye to the people. Bye, people. Michael, say bye to the people. See you, everyone. Live long and prosper. I'm only kidding. Peace. So Martin, say bye to the people. Bye everyone. Catch you next time. Alright guys. Thanks for listening. Bye bye now. <laughs>